listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now, if you know Jay, I never been a brother the front. I be in LA wearing any colors I want. Rock guns like shirts, blocks under the punk. And I put something hot in any one of you chumps. And I know a few of you want to get my watch, but it'll be a funeral if you get my watch. It ain't nothing y'all could do to stop the locks. Well, run up on the gun store cop the top shelf the crack game is dead all i want is all they want is weed now chicks that i went to school with got a seed now you know kiss stocky bald head light brown ice down in my roll look like a nightgown to all y'all little jaders for the thousand time i mean <clears throat> ice down in the rock roll in my roll like a night town there you go uh all y'all little jaders for the thousand time i don't recall hitting your moms or writing your rhymes or just because you might you might have seen me in and out of your house you know way she gonna have a baby out of her mouth hey welcome to the black guy to his podcast your host rod and Karen. and we're live on a saturday morning a little earlier than normal mm-hmm. got some things to do today so we gotta get into it okay uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the black guy with tips leave us five star reviews that should be everybody's new year's resolution is leaving us five star reviews okay guys we appreciate everybody takes the time out to do that um <clears throat> you've been listening for years come on some of you guys you listen to the feedback show you haven't left a five star review yet Mm-mm. take a little extra time figure out how to do it figure go to your pc your iphone something leave us one on stitcher if you can go to a pc and leave it on stitcher whatever you need to do leave us a five star review we want to hear from all of you this year we do everybody talking about we love you you're my favorite podcast why ain't you on the podcast list but you ain't left us a five stop you I, I mean i mean is this real love or right. nah I we mean, don't respect black media and independent spaces blah 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 i, mean, I ain't left no five star review what kind of shit is that i mean do i need to question your love i mean do you love us are you part of the we that don't respect these spaces but this is not a show for those people this is a show for the, those who actually did leave a five star review come on and we want to celebrate y'all um we also want to celebrate the people that took the time out to donate to the show mm-hmm. because they keeps the show going with grants from listeners like you come on okay? Um, <laughs> so uh let's get into those people i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song's for you today's a new day today's a new day but we got to talk about this money laura f left us a recurring donation thank you laura Kalfani G, thank you so much for your donation. Uh, Chris from Hawaii, thank you, Chris. Uh, Brianna F, we appreciate you. April G, thank you so much, April. Tabitha M, thank you so much, Tabitha. Conrad, the official recurring donator of the, first time donator of the show. Uh, Corey, aka The Tickler, thank you so much. June from Harlem, appreciate you, June. Harlem on the rise alexis h thank you alexis dia h no relation but thank you as well tanya s appreciate you our girl ray sonny uh who i think is in florida right now um, mm. shout out to her uh virginia g thank you so much wanga from down under thank you homie appreciate mm-hmm. your mate uh samuel h thank you very much dana w thank you dana ashia b appreciate you tiffany b no relation k 
kelly c thank you kelly right charlotte wong esquire please say the esquire okay we are professionals here lisa d thank you very much lisa jane m we appreciate you jane and that's everybody thank you so much but tell me where are my blue skies where is that love, y'all? Where is the love, the joy, and the promise of freedom? All right. The truth is, I almost gave up my power that I can't explain. Fell from heaven like a shower. Now, I know we've been hurt, y'all, but still, I smile. Even though it hurts me, I smile. I know God is working, so I smile. Even though I've been here for a while, I smile, smile. It's so hard to look up when you look down. Show would hate to see you give them now. You look so much better when you smile. All right, let's get into these five-star reviews. We got quite a few. Yay. Um, We got one from BE1983-1983 best in the game five stars long time listener keep up the great work chapzilla thank you chapzilla mm-hmm. welcome to the five star review club welcome homie. Giannis uppercase g says the best podcast in the world five stars hey excellent audio quality consistently uh leases of episode consistent leases of episodes releases of episodes and great synergy between podcast hosts hey thank you thank you right back to you uh sup five stars by i be chilling 89 who says been listening for about a year and i figured i should share some love when i first started listening i didn't agree with a lot you guys said but i couldn't stop y'all started making more and more sense and got funnier and funnier love you guys five stars <laughs> thank you i wonder if it was us that changed or you i wonder how that worked or maybe we all kind of changed a little bit as you get older and then you look at the world and and you just grow and evolve you, you're going to change for the better or for the worse you're going to change yeah you know i know we see things from both sides a lot of times or kind of meet in the middle on certain shit so i could see that but you know i'm glad man hopefully we presenting some new information out there to folks and they get you know they they at least consider the side of shit they never had thought of before yeah and a lot of times our views on certain things and ideas are very quote-unquote hippie-ish yeah because it's kind of outside of the norm sometimes you know we are affected by society too but it's kind of outside of norm and what people say you have to do right that's true um let's see what else we got tbgwt by bridgman underscore alfonso says best podcast in the game from alfonso b thank you alfonso thank you i love this show five stars by tori nice 35 who says thank you for the hilarious moments informative perspectives and candid conversations about topics that i and others in the black community care about as an avid researcher i totally appreciate the fact you take the time to get informed before you start talking about your topics keep up the great work guys thank you i try you know i'm not i can't say i always do it sometimes we get on here and talk about things that are like literally just happening um so we don't have all the things but even in those cases i try to keep my opinion from being too uh like black and white you know and that's i i I, you know i know that's uh that bothers people yeah i know it does bother people a little bit and then also what i think people haven't considered is that the programming that we have been presented for most of our lives has conditioned us to think the right quote-unquote way to cover a topic is to be 
very adamantly one side or the other right and not to say well here's the complete thing thought process i have here's the biggest bigger picture of what i'm looking at and here's where i'm at with it right now and that may be subject to change Mm -hmm. somehow that's considered weakness you know to be like well look i actually don't know everything yet and you know two days from now i might know more and i might feel differently you know um or to go i can understand how this person is feeling that i disagree with but i understand how they're feeling right and why they would come to this conclusion but i feel like the you know this conclusion is not where they where where it should be you know um and i think people prefer just to be like i'm dragging this nigga and it's like all right i mean that's the thing too yes. you know and, and and we do that sometimes but you know i try to at least be mindful of it overdue five stars by armand r who says simply put an amazing podcast i've been having you guys buzz in my ear since late 2012 rise deep but random thoughts auntie karen's wonderful puns and laugh get me through my day and commute 85 uh love this dynamic duo keep it going thank you yeah shout out to 85 shout out to 85 you know about that Mm -hmm. that's a hell of a commute come on uh but yeah thank you so much uh everybody that left us five star review uh i will check the uh spoiled movie reviews feed too for for reviews and see if there's anything there mm-hmm. but yeah y'all thank you y'all know what they ain't got to be long we know some people are scared and mm-hmm. i don't know what to say just put a emoji con or, or fire flames or or we'll read it we don't care what it is we also got five star rev- so no for spoiled reviews but we did get five star reviews on stitcher i'm always proud of y'all to do this because you gotta go to a pc to do this yeah for, yeah you can't i don't know why since you do not allow you to do it through your mobile devices but they're like nope you got to go to the computer uh coba x says who knew five stars maybe y'all i've been listening to you guys for 50 11 and never knew, left a five star review but can't help hear me out <clears throat> who knew you had to open stitcher on a desktop and leave a review i sure didn't anyway great show as always take care thank you thank you yeah for those of you who go i won't leave a review on stitcher yeah you gotta go old school ain't that funny you gotta go old school and get in front of like a pc not your tablet no a real pc log in and ba- but well basically the easy way to, to find the find us on stitcher is is to google the black guy who tips five star um five star reviews and it'll actually take you to our review page and you go uh rate us review us something to that stand to something to that phrase up in the top left hand corner click on that you can actually go in and leave us a review and if you left us a review and you like well i left you a review um y'all didn't get it my niggas no because you also need to confirm your email address because stitcher is like not only do you need to go to the computer you also need to confirm it's you so for some people check your junk check your spam because it may have been sent out there greatest podcast on earth by nor dynamite jc who says five stars rod and karen are the best podcast guests doing this podcast thing do yourself a favor add this podcast to your rotation you won't be disappointed alice says the hardest working couple in podcast business five stars <clears throat> i've enjoyed every episode i heard from the blackout tips rider karen always provide a fresh and nuanced perspective on current events and keep me laughing at the same time i'm a premium member even though i don't usually get to listen to premium podcasts just because i know they work a lot and they deserve it come on thank you thank you baby you real mvp mm-hmm. and their carolina accents are soothing as fuck it's well worth hitting that subscribe button thank you alice mm-hmm. um Jawan says five stars long overdue on my tides the best black podcast on the planet 
i've been listening so long i remember ryan calling in the twib on his lunch hour my favorite podcast to recommend to all the down people in my fold no herbs allowed keep it up much love and be sure to grab some merch from the teespring shop uh t public but yes blessings to you all 2012 hashtag tbgwt fantasy football champ and proud premium member thank you Jawan. thank you appreciate you dog um way back your lunch hour Woo! yeah yeah i remember i calling the twib like after um uh the actual uh like my job like on my mm-hmm. way home mm-hmm. um and yes yeah, it's, it's it's dope man i appreciate people that go back with us like that because you know it's a lot of uh <laughs> it's a lot of it's a lot of podcasts out there now and there's a lot of people that you know i'm sure have fallen off falling off and mm-hmm. that's absolutely fine no of hard course. feelings but um you know we've really been able to foster and build some real relationships in a way that you know we look out here we listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff man it's a lot of podcasts that they struggling to get any feedback they struggling to get any genuine connections with folks and mm-hmm. i feel like our cup runneth over like we we consistently uh constantly have people that uh really are rooting for us that are going to bat for us that are uh pulling for us that are communicating with us that letting us know uh, what they think about the things we feel and that they think that the show is important and that's what this like uh this this the shows like today our feedback shows it's like a uh reaff- it's like an affirmation mm-hmm. you know it's like it's like every week we have an affirmation of like hey what you're doing matters to people what you're doing affects people what you're doing uh is is building a relationship building a community and you know we we would like to think we have a space where people can come in and voice their opinions on what we said in a way where we're not gonna just like shut them off or we're not just gonna you know make fun of them we're not you know like you know what i mean so like it's to know that there's people that have been listening for i mean 2012 that's seven years you know um shit twib's not around anymore you know what i mean that's crazy to me uh and and that we can still foster these relationships it, it matters so much to me so thank you yeah and it's also one of those things where uh for a lot of people they heard of you before they heard of me so y'all you know roger brought you in and i was like gotcha when she got here and mm-hmm. some people may have heard of me first because you know i don't do it as much as i used to but you know i used to go out and be on more podcasts and sometimes people may have heard me for the first time and not you mm-hmm. and so then you know i bring you in then roger gotcha yep either way we got you come on you here to stay all right we got some comments on our website the black guy who tips.com 1821 was five stars on it no comments on this uh review episode but we did get a poll uh results no comments on the poll results though are you voting in this poll despite not leaving a five-star review on itunes or stitcher <laughs> what they have to say 14 percent of the audience says yes i'm a scummy person oh you know you can change this at any time right you could have wrote a five-star review and then you could have said no um 33 percent said i'm going to i promise i just need a little more time baby please okay all right okay that's about 33 percent of the audience and lastly 53 percent said no i would never disrespect y'all like that and y'all y'all can come to the cookout okay real mvps okay the rest of y'all cannot come to my cookout full of uh white allies okay (laughs) (laughs) the rest of y'all gotta stay out all right we had some comments (laughs) mayo only potato salad we had four comments on 1822 the green book agenda 
uh far says on the dim starting to run i actually think it's healthy that there's no chosen one this cycle i like the people are going to have to fight it out a bit to represent us i think that each candidate is going to have to face scrutiny that was was absent in 2016 i mean obviously hillary was scrutinized to death but bernie and jill were able to cook being problematic emperor has no clothes ass nigga like with hardly any pushback and the public at large is just now starting to see exactly how fucked up they were so i'm good with each person having to defend their record and articulate a clear vision for the country that said nah one of these niggas is worse than trump but but hopefully we'll get a progressive agenda that we can hold whatever whichever candidate to i think it's a stronger candidate field so i don't really think bernie has a chance because this field doesn't have the same baggage however undeserved it was that hillary did i agree with everything you said so yeah you have more faith than people than i do okay what do you mean oh you know just the fact that you know you hope they're more progressive and stuff like that and you know you i think it says something about uh about the people uh realize uh certain things no 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 i don't know I, like i said uh the society's gonna have to prove me wrong but i just think it's gonna be a fuck-ass repeat okay so i think i agree with what he's saying because more candidates will make it harder to galvanize all the detractors against one person whether it was hillary everyone knew it would be hillary so from day one you had a whole lot of people that really weren't about not about her specific flaws it was i just don't want it to be hillary and they, okay, okay. they couched it in a bunch of other shit and i even would say bernie's support was mostly not people not wanting it to be hillary it wasn't correct a genuine love and support of bernie sanders bernie sanders essentially came out of nowhere right for a lot of people and they they'll make a they the reason they had to go so hard with the russian trolls and the bots and the and the dude bros on twitter was because we really didn't know him and when black people said we didn't know him what they go he marched with king we it became a joke to us because it was so ridiculous that that would mean well we must know he must be the wokest motherfucker ever up there in a place with three percent black people and shit um so i do think it'll be different because you can't just pick one target they have to spread out now now will you know the bernie bros will of course still exist but what's gonna happen is even if he puts his hat in the ring they're not gonna have the energy to go against every candidate the way they could just pick pal on the hillary stuff correct call people hill bots and all this type of shit like i said in russia is also involved in this shit instead what you're gonna see is uh in my opinion hopefully a more like well i don't like cory booker i don't like kamala harris i don't like elizabeth warren i don't like this i don't like that and we're gonna be like yeah well that's fine with like don't vote for any of them vote for bernie let's see if he can beat them you know because i still expect this to be you know uh i don't like beto i don't like they're just they're just gonna have too many people and at the debates there'll be a lot of people on stage now there'll be more spread out i think it was just easier to 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 demonize hillary when she was just one person and i think if she were to put her hat in the ring again this year even with all these other people it would still be easier to demonize her because we're talking about 20 something years of demonization that has come from right wing and then turned into left wing progressive people picking up the torch for them at some point so uh i kind of like i kind of do look forward to a, a primary of many different people involved but let me just also add this though um even with many different people involved i'm gonna try my best to stay away from too much commentary about it because 
uh pragmatically i already know i'm voting for whoever wins that primary so you know i've already seen people who have picked a favorite and they have started their deconstruction arguments of everyone else and their dossier of why you can't vote for this person and that person yeah no offense to them but um it, it it's not going to matter to me if your person wins that's fine with me i'm going to vote for them if the other people win that's fine with me too i'm going to vote for them uh as of yet i have yet to see a candidate a true a, a realistic candidate for president from the dems that uh is worse than trump to me so uh far says one more thing on the kevin hart ish i think oh and in in the general karen i just want to go back and piggyback on what you said in the general yes we will see if anything changed because i don't i'm also skeptical that things have changed it'll just be i'm moving it from the primary to the general essentially because this primary will be different from the last one where it's essentially two candidates bernie and Hillary. but once you get to the primary then we get to see uh, have anybody learned anything or y'all got to do the same like whoever comes out the primary y'all gonna spend all day talking about why they ain't the one to be chosen and then let trump slide because that's what y'all did 2016 and i think and and for me i honestly not trying to be funny and i know Americans need to be involved in the political stuff, and I am. I'm, I'm going to be aware, and I'm going to be alert, and I will be paying attention, but I don't give a fuck about them debates, y'all. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm just going to keep it real. I don't give a fuck about when—I'm not going to care when they come on TV. I'm not, I'm not going to care what anybody's policy is. I'm going to tell you the truth. I don't give—I give zero fucks because 2016 beat the fuck out of me. I don't care who are the last two candidates, and that's when my black ass will show up. Once we get there— prior to that i don't care yeah my thing is just i'm not going to get involved in uh the back and forth over it i I, i'm gonna stay aware of it because um i do care about those things and i also will be using it to make up my mind on who i'm voting for to be honest i'm not you know it's um and the thing is at the age we are now and in the the circles we are in now it's not gonna be possible for us not to see it oh yeah 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 like Like, we might not watch you know you might not watch the debate i probably will because i love those fucking debates um uh and maybe this time people you know we'll see well anyway i love the debates or whatever but the thing is you know i just don't want to go to back and forth because i think that's what killed it for for a lot of folks and and i'm sure we'll get to it later in the show but um and i hate to use this word but it's true there is a level of like peer pressure and slash group think among whatever circle you're in and sometimes i like to make my choices by stepping away from the fray and by fray i mean the involvement in the like back and forth i'm not saying this like i'm above you people no Mm -hmm. i just strictly mean like i know as a human being i can get influenced by the back and forth and by back and forth a lot of times i mean like the people that are constantly chiding you harassing you disagreeing with you Mm -hmm. they make you build a case against something as as if you're part of it and in a way it's like i don't really need to that's not what i'm considering when i'm walking in the booth and voting is well this person told me this and now i think that's kind of what 2016 became you know and Mm -hmm. that's sad really right and so like i said i will be aware i will know because like i said the circles we follow you can't not know you know so i'm not going to be ignorant 
you know but i will let other people do the 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 knife killer no line like i'm not participating yeah. in any of that fucking foolishness it's a waste of fucking time when it's not going to make a difference like you say when you're you not- didn't do that last time i don't think yeah. no and like i said it was just too much just looking and, and falling out with people and blocking and muting people um it, it to me it was just a, a, a pure fucking chaos across social media in my mind i'm like oh no 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 i you know i will stay away and like you say if you are take the time to step back look and view and come up to you with your own conclusion you will make the best decision for you and like you say you won't be peer pressured and pushed and you won't feel like you're fucking fighting all day about a candidate when you can actually look at all the candidates and look at them fairly when you don't feel like every day is a fucking fight to the quote-unquote defend my person when you don't you're not trying to defend anybody you're trying to look at everybody and everybody else is like pick somebody and you're like well i i, I just want to look at everybody and everybody like, no you got to pick somebody today and you got to defend them to the death and you're like what the fuck is wrong with y'all yeah I, I mean yeah i think the part about defending them to the death is the part that more than to pick somebody thing because i think everybody it's kind of like i'm not my i'm not advocating to be one of those like undecided voter ass niggas that right. are like i'm just trying to see what the difference is between these candidates and it's like november the 4th like nah i will have picked somebody i'm sure I, i'm my thing with this with this field is i honestly could vote for several of them correct same and at the end of the day i don't really care what people's personal vendettas are against these folks because a lot of the stuff that people are talking about um i don't know how to tell them but these things are not huge issues to me and and they are to you and that's why i don't want to fight about it it's, right you know well i know cory booker i'm from new jersey well i don't give a fuck i don't i'm not from new jersey and i think cory booker would be a better president than donald trump no. i don't care that he has a girlfriend in rosario dawson now that, that don't, I don't give, give a, a fuck. fuck somebody was like how can he run with rosario dawson she was a bernie supporter hillary clinton ran with that albatross bill clinton around her fucking neck the whole time and she managed to do it and if you can do it with that fucking serial uh, alleged assaulter and shit around your on your side like then who the fuck can't like a spouse ain't about to stop nobody from being able to run like <laughs> we offer that apparently that rule has been changed um so and that's just a girlfriend not even a marriage you know um so anyway i I, i'm I'm absolutely uh you know kamala harris uh she was a prosecutor and she was uh anti-craigslist and all and and back back page and all that shit okay still think she'd be a better president than trump so i don't know y'all can build your cases i'm not participating in it I, i see the threads and all that shit that's absolutely fine i think she's a better will be a better president than donald trump or any republican they put forward so you know have fun building your cases and writing your think pieces you know and and i think for me this dance may soften i'm you know i'm not trying to say i'm gonna be here forever but as of right now uh because i know we getting ready to go into the ramped up season and 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 debates and all that shit is fucking two years goddamn you know mm. and i think the last time the two years took for fucking it felt like 45 because we knew who the candidates were from day one <gasps> it, it we knew it was hillary thing. from day one so i think it was an erosion of goodwill on the part of russia on the part of the like uber left and on the part of uh republicans yeah and you, you know and, and and i do think that it's probably gonna be different i think it's i i i, I hope that it's more nuances about nuance about the character about the 
not the characters but about the people mm-hmm. and, and we actually get to see these are my ideas this is how i feel you know like we yeah. actually get to know them you know yeah. that like that's what i'm used to and that that i can roll with like okay here okay this is what you got to present okay let me see what you got to present you know those things i am 100 percent here for i'm not here for uh the fighting and the back and forth and like you said the, the think pieces i'm not here for the thou i woke ever never 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 sleep niggas i'm not here for none of y'all bitches yeah and that's like i said we don't have to participate in going back and forth with those people and that's why we have this platform and it's a good place for us to talk and shit but end of the day um i'm with you on that i'm not going back and forth but i need to get to know these candidates correct because also a lot of stuff i've heard about them is from people that don't like them and i don't really that's not why i vote is to hear like you know because anyone can give me a list of how someone's not perfect that's nothing to me i want to hear what their policies are what their ideas are and i don't know enough of that stuff and that's exactly what the primary is supposed to be about it's supposed to be about what are your ideas for the country if i end up not liking a candidate because i don't like their ideas fine right if i but i'm not gonna just accept your like oh twitter i made a 17 part thread about okay great for you i'm gonna i'm gonna wait for to hear the fucking how to answer these questions in the primary and then we'll see not to mention the other thing is and i like i said this isn't to be offensive some of these issues people have with these people are so local and so small that um they literally don't matter to me you're going to have to find a way to connect that to what they're running for president about if you can't do that then leave me alone like you can't be well in this case this happened and it, and then uh cory booker took this and then this is a, i need to know how you feel like that's gonna affect his fucking policy show me that show me your work because if not then you're just being like this person did a thing i disagree with okay that all of them are going to just want to let you all know all of them every single fucking even your fave them. even if you don't vote even if you do vote every single person that wins an office is going to do something you disagree with yes they are matter of fact i'm gonna do something you disagree with same over here don't put me on no pedestals i don't like falling uh far says one more thing on the kevin hart ish i think the part of the reason white gays are able to forgive easier is because of the soft bigotry of lower expectations these are the same gays that perpetuate the myth that black people are more homophobic than the dominant society despite the fact that homophobia that threatens them the most laws conversion therapy etc all originate among white people they basically hold kevin hart and other cishet black men to lower standards meanwhile queer black people are over here looking sideways at cishet black men because we know these niggas can do and be better they just don't want to Mm-hmm, there you go and we're looking sideways at white gays because we know that racism is at the core of their lowered expectation yep that's exactly what that's exactly what i'm saying that's exactly how i felt you know because i was trying to wrap my head around this goddamn kevin hart shit last week and i think it was through the sh- on the show with karen mm-hmm. that i had that kind of breakthrough where i'm like it's just gotta be that they really don't expect us to be uh they don't expect black men to be progressive especially black comedians because most black comedians aren't really progressive you know they just conservatives they make jokes and it's like and most of the jokes are like i can say it because i'm black you know that's why uh, a lot of people's favorite comedians they're they're not my favorite it doesn't mean that they're not funny it doesn't right. mean they but a lot of people's favorite like comics are like i'm like they funny but i don't agree with their worldview because honestly that's that's against what i'm about right you know like uh patrice o'neill is very regressive in his gender politics now mm-hmm. i understand that he's 
you know he's i'm just a nigga i don't care but they use that kind of like i'm just a nigga shit so they can have the lowest bar to jump over when it comes to that comedy you know and people call it a genius but it's like well you lowered the bar for this genius if this is just some dude out here saying this shit a lot of times it's like mm, this dude's not that funny andrew dice clay got canceled for the same type of shit a lot of black comics do you know it's, it's just that kind of thing where like white people wouldn't accept that shit from a black comic you know but they don't they think of us as minstrels and jesters and oh they're just so they're just, their culture is just so backwards so it's okay for them to hate their women it's okay for them to hate uh gay people and the other thing is uh and this is the part karen helped me put together on the show the other part is they just looking at like you hating your black gays and your black women and you're hitting your black kids so i don't care about that come come on the show i forgive you you know it's it's it's, it's all bullshit mm-hmm trey says racist muppet bars i forget when we did racist muppet bars but <laughs> we must have done it uh sugar pop says just wanted to say that td jake's prayer happened at my church Ooh, insert british girl who's sad angry and disappointed <laughs> yeah i would I'm be sad, too angry and disappointed <laughs> that's how that little girl sound to me yeah i my reaction is yes angry sad and disappointed i'll see if i can play in the background that's my favorite clip i love that little white girl yeah uh, she's black or brown okay some kind of brown i remember seeing she was upset about that chicken listen we love chicken universally it doesn't matter what my reaction is angry sad and disappointed um for real though i had to step away from them when they started bringing problematic pastors like jakes and john gray to visit and make anti-gay sermons it's a shame that church didn't always used to be like that yeah it's funny we always talk about progress uh especially within the frames of like defending the black church like well they getting better and not all churches is like that and that is true to an extent but we very rarely talk about regression and how you know i i really applaud you for the um for doing something tough man and and walking away from that church you know that's hard because church for black people especially is community yes it is and um you know it used to be a place we came for political power and stuff because also that was where we were able to meet uh not under the auspices of the watchful white man's eyes come on um and what's sad now is that you know it is really regressed for a lot of a lot of folks in our time and and they wonder why people are leaving the church and stuff and it's because of this you know and i'm also like i said it's it's tough to leave you know i get the people that say stay there and change it but like are you really changing it or are you just comfortable staying there because you don't want to cause no waves you know because sometimes people be like stay there and change it but what they really mean is just sit in the seats give your tides you know personally feel that hey i disagree and then just keep showing up so they don't know the difference how's anything changing because you just happen to be in the room you're not really changing anything it would take some type of position of leadership some type of conscientious objection it would take some type of protest some type of organizing and at the end of the day most people ain't got time for all that shit and i don't blame you you know most people got actual real jobs where that's not you know like they don't protest for a living and shit um and um you end up leaving you know or you end up going there and and basically acquiescing to their views and uh that's dope that you were able to say nah i'll go find somewhere else like this is fucked up um judges are everywhere yeah 
uh do you want to see black people from the green book win any awards yes but just them no they need to lose too karen yes but just them you and 65 percent of our hypocritically ass black audience yes i am is on the same page god i love black people i'm rooting for all the black people uh and no they need to lose too 35 percent of y'all are consistent but damn y'all rooting against the niggas wow couldn't be me uh ct uh, uh, this is one time where i'm contradicting myself and i know it yep uh, but now nah, i feel y'all it's problematic but yes i want them to win i phrase it that way because i know that's how niggas really feel they Come try on. to they keep trying to put these keep writing these long ass pieces and mm-hmm. shit and i'm like stop just stop just to say you want the black people to win but you don't want the movie to win mm-hmm. i get it all this deep ass shit god y'all deep the thoughts. worst i've seen cardi b and uh city girls who supposed to be canceled did a video ah! did a video where they was twerking and shit mm-hmm. and uh and it was all women in there twerking mostly black and brown women mm-hmm. uh twerking and it was beautiful and everybody it loved was. it animal prints and everything people was comparing it to rump shaking tip drill all this type of shit whatever but then <laughs> i saw this article on the hover the post and i'm paraphrasing i don't remember the title but it was like the body politic of the revolutionary um uh female empowering cardi b video outside the auspices of the male gaze or something like that and i was like y'all goddamn wokes you ruin everything you ruin everything i would never go to the strip club with any of y'all you just never. don't ruin it you make never. everything trash what's when, wrong with when y'all start coming down all of a sudden i gotta deal with you getting on the podium and giving a speech you get the fuck out of here you see the capitalistic exchange of this money for these church these twerking mm-hmm. ass cheeks is Boo. really about the freedom of, uh, of, of the freedom Boo. of the black body oppression Boo. patriarchy white male gaze like goddamn, you ever just have a good time ever right i will boo your ass off the stage and tell the dj to turn it up damn like good grief just like i just can we just can i just want to see some butt cheeks twerk without it turning into Come a dissertation on. like can i not drink my dollar margarita and somebody else drink that hennessy and all of us be happy in that bitch because you know who i would like to hear that from if that's the truth cardi come on now if cardi say that's what she meant then cool but some of y'all turn everything somebody you like does into a statement and it just ain't it ain't always that it's not and it's nothing wrong with not with it just being like i thought it would be fun to get the best twerkers together and make a video that we knew would go straight up viral because everybody want to see it and i came from the poll and i ain't ashamed of the poll she ain't ashamed of it that's it and these other rappers that and singers and pop stars didn't come from that shit so they can't even do what she do they had to go by get women to surround them to do that shit because they can't do it themselves you know like why can't it just be that simple man why can't it just be we like seeing some twerking and she knew we wanted to see some and i'm here for it and instead we got to talk about you know we got to take it all the way back to zora neale hurston and i'm like come on now Mm-mm. i'm not saying cardi don't know nothing about zora neale hurston but i would like to hear her say it before you write a four thousand word piece on the shit good grief anyway mm-hmm. man uh that that video is amazing by animal the way. print body paint for days yes. i didn't know what was happening i was like what is that a cheetah the giraffe was zebra what's happening here yes so anyway uh like i actually want to see how they're gonna reconcile cardi doing that super bowl ad but she won't be she refused to do the super bowl halftime show 
what's the difference to people really like do they because i saw people celebrating when it was like cardi b will have a super bowl ad along with beyonce it was like yes and i was like i thought we was boycotting no we not or so we supporting but we not or are we supporting them getting money from doing it are we supporting the because they are still kind of depending on that audience to watch the commercial so what's the what are the politics on that and so far the wokes have been quiet maybe we'll see them talk about it after the super bowl but you know it was just interesting because i'm like the truth is we just rooting for these people as individuals because they black and brown and we like some of them and we just keep trying to complicate it and explain it over and over and over again well i'm like you don't really need to explain it you're a little bit of a hypocrite you're a little bit inconsistent you're not a machine you're not a robot and that's okay what are you gonna say i'm gonna say i wonder is there a group out there that you know how you got like the wokes and everything is just wokey woke 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 i wonder do you got a group of people out there you know what this says i sleep sometimes i'm okay i sleep yeah i'm not woke all the time i I, i'm woke sometimes put like this sometimes woke i like that group i am sometimes woke yep not all the time woke sometimes like the whole thing is funny (laughs) because anyway i'm gonna move off of it but it's just (laughs) it's i mean it's like if you can't laugh then then how the fuck are y'all getting through life because i have to laugh a little bit to be like because like damn you have a fucking heart attack niggas can really be full of shit but they can find we just now have the language to make our full of shitness like a a dissertation as opposed to being like i'm kind of full of shit y'all i didn't cancel the city girls Mm-mm. i kept listening and as soon as i seen them black girls twerking in the video i was like oh shit that's my home girls and you don't want to admit that that's what really happened so now you got to write this long ass piece about how i never canceled black women or some shit and i'm like but y'all cancel crochet michelle this is the kind of stuff that goes to my brain all the time i just don't say it no more because i'm just like what the f-? like i don't say it online because i'm just like y'all niggas will be niggas people gonna be people it's okay yeah like yeah the name of the group is wokeish thank you Richard. Yeah. we are wokeish i'm not even judging i'm just Mm-mm. saying i'm not even judging i'm saying join me in me saying like listen everybody need to chill a little bit and not be so serious because you're not actually consistent you just upset. no right you know another example god now i can't stop thinking of them another example all these woke ass niggas i canceled Charlemagne canceled fuck the breakfast club they had uh what's that nigga Lil Duvall on there was transphobic they he, he yeah, gave I love that song though he gave credit to Tommy Lauren and shaded these black women and black feminists da 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 right he's a rapist he's this like all the stuff people were saying right <laughs> they let something happen on the breakfast club watch that shit go viral on my woke ass timeline right these, these are the woke people that canceled him just not too long ago let ray j pull out some more glasses that shit was i was like what the fuck i don't even i'm not in none of them circles all i know is a bunch of fucking clips of ray j with these glasses the shit was hilarious i'm not even gonna lie but i'm like for y'all niggas are talking about this nigga is canceled it it, it was fucking everywhere right like it's so when i'm uh so that was the thing you have to step back from the optics of shit because like the internet will have you thinking niggas is one way because they talk a good game in the moment and everyone's giving their moment to moment thought but if you step back from the tapestry and look at the bigger picture of how people behave it's not true no it's you not. know I, I didn't even watch and i don't know why people did watch it i'm guessing because it was viral or maybe it was entertaining and i just you know i've never was a, that big of a breakfast club fan but the soldier boy interview 
i haven't seen, I seen it. right i haven't seen it either i've but i have seen every meme of him talking about drake i've, I've seen, seen yeah. uh these small like one or two second clips and gifts and stuff and i'm like i said i'm not knocking people for doing this i'm mm-hmm. trying to get people to understand that the bigger picture is when Charlemagne does say the the next fucked up thing it's also because you because you do go back despite all your protestations because at the end of the day the deal is entertainment for attention and for money and that's all you really care about and maybe it's because i'm on the producer side of content right and you're on the consumer side of content you don't see that picture but i'm telling you what the picture is you're not actually like that deep or that woke or that principled or that profound if someone is willing to give you the toy to play with you just run back to the toy you don't really care where it's coming from Mm -mm. so it's kind of interesting you know that uh people you know because people will be like i don't do this but i'm like it can't be true on the big picture because too much of the shit's still out there right none of this shit offended you as deeply as you said right and at the end of the day there will be a small percentage of people that are that have morals and just say fuck it but that percentage is so small mo numbers don't lie people don't realize this you can tell me or not tell me your actions but numbers don't lie their ratings say that niggas is watching that's what their ratings say regardless of if you talk about it on your social media mm. or not there's a lot of people who don't say anything about Charlemagne or the breakfast club or anything online because they don't want to fucking fight and fall out with people but you're watching you're turning on you're watching the youtubes and that's fine you have the right to do that but then don't turn around and tell me this nigga canceled well there's also these the peer pressure to these social moments right like there's this, there's this uh you're gonna be outside the conversation now you know well if you didn't see this conversation on the breakfast club then you don't know what kevin hart said and most people you know it's like driving past a car wreck you have to see it for yourself you know um people can't help themselves and i and i'm saying as a person that wants to love everybody right uh i understand that that's just a part of humanity and Mm -hmm. i'm letting people cook on that obviously it's not like i have a choice but it's just interesting to observe when you step back when you're in the fray you feel like oh no i'm I'm consistent i say i don't fuck with so-and-so yeah you say that but do you you know uh you don't fuck with r kelly because you think he's a abuser of women but then Charlemagne is um on your show or you're going on his show or you got him talking in the documentary we're inconsistent we are we're human um and there has to be some allotment for that because we're not fucking robots you Mm-mm. know but uh people take that as like a impugning their credibility of saying they're a bad person i'm not saying you're a bad person I'm saying you're human i'm saying you, you're gonna you're not gonna always match up to your shit Mm-mm. you know and sometimes you're gonna want to match up and you're gonna fail somehow anyway i like to look and observe the moral quandaries that people put themselves in um and the long-term behavior because like i said i've seen that whether you want to admit it or not you sharing the memes is also promoting the breakfast club right so if you share the ray j glasses thing to be like oh look at this you are helping them on some level that's okay with me i'm not you know because i see people (laughs) i know it's a big ass tangent but i see people sometimes do this thing on social media where they're like if you do blank unfollow me mute me block me and i'm like that's not true you're not gonna you don't actually want people to do that 
what you you want those people to join your cause and your side today because it's how you feel today by the way you want them to do this thing for you today and your finicky ass won't even feel that way in a month your ass will be back doing the thing you told them not to do mm-hmm. you know if That's you human nature right yeah you saw something and got upset and today you feel away are you gonna be able to keep that up for the rest of the year you know it's like a new year's resolution you know motherfuckers be starting everyday resolutions and quitting them 20 days later and be like i said who said that you know like <laughs> a smooth three weeks there for real they said smooth through after about 21 days most people be like fuck it yeah and so i have to have some allowance in my mind for that because one i'm sure i do that of course on some level i'm sure i do um it's just with different shit i'm sure 100 percent. just not me saying i'm above people so i have to have some some justice for myself i have to have some patience and some kindness (laughs) for myself but then too i'm tired of fucking supposedly having to have grudges and cancellations against people even even on a mocking way or a joking way because because that's because it's not real Mm-mm. and it's really just people stirring themselves up in a constant whirlwind of emotion that they can't maintain or if they do maintain it it's probably something unhealthy attached to that yes it is so anyway um back to this um ct writes in i'm not saying that they should never win again in their life but i don't think they should win for this specific project when artists take on these projects everyone is at risk uh because people don't know what's going to going to hit and what's going to flop but this film seemed damn from the beginning and then some ex- exceptionally grave decisions were made during the film to put it even further down a losing battle i think octavia and mahershala will be more than fine it was a bad project and everyone has a bad project or two in their record so long as they sing uh sing waste time doubling down oh as long as they don't waste time doubling down on their poor decision cough cough kevin then they will be fine yeah I, I even think kevin hart will be fine he will but as far as awards go i think they should just bow out gracefully and let the lesser problematic films actors and actresses get in there for the win yeah it's i'm gonna say this ct it's easy to say that shit when it ain't you yeah because odds are they have tarnished the film so bad that yeah nobody's nobody that's not what i'm talking about oh my bad i'm saying it's easy to say bow out and let somebody else win the award when it ain't you come on now like them niggas work just as hard as acting they did they did did what they were supposed to do other people fucked up not them they did just as much promoting for this film as they were supposed to do they like they dedicated their blood sweat and tears to this shit and just because shadow and act decided that this film was the the you know this year's detroit or whatever i don't think those black actors are gonna necessarily hop on board with that not even for the quote-unquote bigger picture better you know it's still that scarcity of parts it's still that you know a claim of having that award no one's gonna give a fuck about how mahershala ali won that a, a green book oscar if he gets one no one's gonna care 20 years from now we're just gonna say he won or he didn't win um or he was nominated or he wasn't nominated and there's so few of these choices every year and so few of these opportunities every year and within the career of an actor there's no telling if he will even be hot next year if you'll i mean marshall ali is like two bad projects from us being like who you know so uh and i and, and i mean we all think marshall is a good actor and a you know all that shit seriously let's let let true detective be bad and let him and let uh that uh akira movie be bad fuck around and be like he can't get called back you know we've seen it happen to, to better 
or not nah, i shouldn't say better that's that's not what i mean we've seen it happen to other actors before well we're like what happened to them they were a good actor well they also were black and <laughs> they did they not- get one fuck up you know so i understand what you're saying but i just don't think i, I don't know yeah, like i don't you, think like, they're gonna bow out of nothing yeah like you say when it ain't you you up for a award at your job or, or, or some accolades at your job and somebody like, you know what when you bow for the better cause you're gonna be like the fuck i will yeah and i know shadow and act wants to get them up out of here and that's i mean the movie that's fine but yeah the the casualties award that agenda means those black actors and black show the black producers and stuff they gotta go too can't yeah. can't have it one way right you're gonna be like i'm not bowing now who these white folks is fucking up that's they fuck up yeah all right we have episode 1823 office of magic stick um um <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh we had a lot of comments we had 10 but what happened was um uh catrice wrote in and um and we me and her went back and forth a little bit talking about her the terry cruz segment okay so uh, i can't i'm not gonna read all the back and forth because it's actually pretty long okay uh but i'll read the her comments anyway and then also i'm gonna try to bring up terry cruz's um interview again in the background so we can listen to it one more time it's only a minute 14 seconds but um you know i know some parts there's some people that are like oh uh they wrote in say listen again uh because they think you know we misinterpreted or something so we'll do all that catrice says catrice 206 says rod i think the disconnect in you all's discussion about black women supporting terry cruz was that you very rarely critique black women specifically and even when you do you rarely say black women even in this discussion you said people instead of black women so to me and maybe karen as well when you say people my mind doesn't immediately infer black women i think the discussion was a little jarring not offense well hold up let me answer that question real quick uh when i say people i mean people when i say black women i mean black women um what happens is that black women are in the group of people so in that discussion specifically i remember being like well uh i can see how he would be surprised that black women supported him because people don't normally support uh sexual assault victims correct i mean the group of people everybody everybody when i say black women i'm saying specifically black women so uh i'm not trying to uh mitigate the criticism i would have of black women it's just in generally specifically there's not really any criticism of black women i wouldn't have against that is not then relegated to all people you know black women are people and they're human and just like everybody else and we you know black women have hypocrisy like everybody else they have they are affected by patriarchy like everybody else Mm -hmm. sexism racism bigotry but black women because they suffer many times doubly triply under the oppression of this society they are often also on the front lines of being the most militant the most revolutionary the most outspoken um so in a way that would not surprise me i can still see terry cruz being surprised but anyway that being said black women still are people so when i say stuff like um with kevin hart's uh what appeared to be a sexual assault to me um and people with, with his sexual assault when i say people were flipping sides i mean people not black women people black there were black women that flipped sides definitely that were included in that group of people there were black women that are typically against sexual assault that were like 
his cheating ass that ain't no sexual assault he was just drunk what was he doing in that room and shit that they wouldn't say normally if you it know was a woman. if it was a woman they normally would not say um and then there were black men that flipped that were normally only what she had on why she go to the room well what you think gonna happen that were uh, suddenly uh listen guys sexual assault is a very serious thing and i'm like mm, people flip-flopping on this one what happened you know like what why y'all change just because the genders of the parties involved change mm-hmm. you know um we see it with uh divorce situations and mm-hmm. you know when it's a woman that has the money and she's getting divorced we see women suddenly be like he ain't earned none of this money what the fuck he you know we see that happen and at the, by the same token we see the men that are typically like look if if you come into this marriage and you ain't cut nothing you leaving with nothing and all of a sudden they flip flopping on that shit so when i say people i mean people you know very specifically they're like uh I, I, it's not like uh i don't we i would never get on the mic and just pander because i actually hate that shit and it's it's not genuine and it's not real but you know i do hold black women in very high esteem but that's because i believe black women do a lot of esteemable shit i don't know if that's a word you know what i mean like but it's not like i'm sitting up here like let me put you on a pedestal so that you can no longer be human so that you're this perfect uh morally virtual like that's not true that's not even allowing people to be human it's you know i'm not i'm not one of these people but it's like when people say they don't like black girl magic because it implies this perfection of blackness and we can take any amount of struggle and we can take and then i and i get what they saying i don't necessarily uh, agree with it right but i get what they saying which is that don't don't lionize us so much that we now are uh, we're so human we're basically subhuman we don't never make no mistakes we don't never uh you know there's no such thing there's no black woman you can disagree with because she's still a black woman you know she could say something homophobic and you gotta be like well she is a black woman so i don't want to call her out so i get the whole like uh uh idea that uh and i've watched people do that where they basically pander like they're like they're doing uh like they're a politician trying to win the black woman vote only like you know i don't think you need to do that just be honest you know and i'm and i try to just be honest about these things where i'm like yeah i've seen some black women flip-flop on this kind of shit but anytime that's happened i've seen people flip-flop it's never just black women in those situations it's always like a lot of people <laughs> like whereas uh like i said men that are t- that are normally just very sexist and anti-sexual assault uh what do you call it uh that they're 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 apologists for sexual assault flip when it's a man flip you know and in this case it was interesting because a lot of the things that we are taught to believe make black men masculine are the things that terry cruz appears to be and when he says i was sexually assaulted and i didn't like physically assault this man it it bothered me mentally uh it affected my relationships with people um i understand how he felt that way because it's isolating that's what they depend on um it doesn't change because he's a black man you know and it's and it's they're supposed to make and the shame we attach to sexual assault makes you feel like if i say this thing i am letting down black people i'm letting down my manhood i'm uh no one's gonna like me everyone's gonna pick on me they're gonna think i'm weak 
um this is exactly what they depend on you know so in that way i I feel like you know to be fair to him i understood his point and i still think the question was framed kind of weird and shit and and may and we'll listen again because maybe we caught something wrong i i I hear i heard you know i read a couple people that said that but i i don't know i i I, so i just want to say that anyway i would not say i'm not flip flip, flipping back and forth and being like this isn't gonna sound good for black women so let me say people no 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 i mean people all right i think the discussion was a little jarring not offensive because it was one of the few times in which you sounded like a regular black man generally your points are so progressive and pro-feminism especially pro-black women that i rarely think of you like a charlemagne or kevin hart even lebron uh and that to say that <laughs> that's not to say that i think uh first of all I, I do feel like i'm a regular black man um please don't put me on the pedestal of uh irregular because uh like i said i don't want to fall off nobody's pedestals uh and that's not to say that i think of you or that you intentionally try to be an exceptional negro more so that i appreciate the love and adoration you have for black women i also understand that your argument wasn't specific to the black man's experience i think you were highlighting the human experience of dealing with this era of social media yeah i I mean i I forgot okay uh i think we didn't bring it up in that discussion but terry cruz was also the guy that said he stopped masturbating because it made him cheat on his wife and i remember he getting mocked for that yes he did and i guarantee you he remembers that shit too Mm -hmm. you know so and it wasn't just black women black everybody mocked him you know i think being surprised that you have support in this world is not ironically it's not surprising that you would be surprised you know i mean i I saw uh last night blair imani said something about how she uh thinks she was unwittingly unwillingly duped into helping the fbi because she was seeking protection she's a blair imani's an activist and um that whole community that's about like love and transparency and acceptance and hey you made a mistake and we're radical black film love it wasn't like that last night she was getting clowned like you dumb motherfucker i you couldn't see that coming and why would you trust them and all that shit so it it really like the you don't know what response you're getting when you put the shit out you know i'm sure you know maybe there's an extent she knew she would get some clowning but think about it that's supposed to be a, a lot of woke activists like fave motherfucker like it's a lot of people that if you went and searched their history beyond last night they were calling her you know the best in the world she said that shit last night now she's the worst you know so all that to say i could see how he would be scared and think that he's about to get roasted by everybody you know um let me go and play this interview though um uh because i like i said i literally have forgotten exactly what was said so terry dominique r wants to know whose support surprised you the most when you spoke out about uh the sexual assault that you experienced wow whose support surprised me the most um you know, to be honest with you, uh, uh, when it first happened, there was none right. for a long time. But but I have to say this. The people who surprised me the most were black women. Black men did not want any part of it. Really? All all my support came from black women, mm. straight up. That's so and interesting. And that's, that's kind of wild. It, was, oh. it, it shocked me. It shocked my family. It shocked everybody because I thought, oh, my God, you know, here, here, I am as a black man saying some things that we've all been through and a lot of guys just was like man you weak you sorry you should have hit him you should have knocked him out you should did all this stuff and black women were like no no it doesn't work like that right 
And yeah. I was I was shocked at the split within my own. You community. really noticed that? That was wow, wild, man. Wow, it was deep. Wow. It was yeah. deep. Let's go to Elizabeth. Yeah. So um hearing it the second time, I see I see what uh some people were saying where they said it was like he was really more talking about the lack of support from black men, which you know I'm not surprised, but I see how he could be hurt by that, obviously. Um so yeah so i kind of explained that part of it uh um and then she said i completely understand i was just coming back because i forgot to include an example from my own life in which my husband feels very strongly about not discussing his issues with depression he even struggles to discuss it with me and has repeatedly said he has he's always believed that black men weren't allowed to show vulnerability so i can definitely understand how terry would assume that no one including black women would support him yeah i th- that's the other thing too is like um i don't think it's about black women in that way that like i don't know if it came across in the conversation but it's very much about what's happening in his brain in his brain it is this thing happened to me um and it's an isolating thing and it's who's going to support me if anyone's going to support me um and your expectations of support you know probably the black community probably uh people cishet black men like you you know that's how your mind would work like these people should understand what happened to me was a violation we in this together and and then you find out no we're not a lot of these motherfuckers don't care about you Mm -mm. they just talk a good game and then they go it wouldn't happen to me you know same way people did with the with the girls r kelly um uh had in his cult that wouldn't happen to me you know that's what we love doing that shit not and i don't say when i say we i'm not just saying black people we humans people, right people love doing that shit i mean you don't know if you've never been in that situation you don't know uh, and and yeah it was black women on social media specifically that i saw come to his kind of defense and explanation and support and i think that is also something that has been built in the short period of time since terry cruz is out here talking about no watching porn and no masturbating like just that quick and the next time that he really went viral it was a bunch of people being like it was women that have organized at this point to say um no we actually speak up for survivors of sexual assault and we're going to speak up for you you know um which which is interesting because people and i mean people flip-flop so hard on that yes they do like i saw black men that would use terry they would pick on terry cruz but at the same time be like y'all don't support when black men get sexually assault y'all ain't say nothing for terry cruz it's like they black women absolutely did why you hate black women so much why does everything become about how can i demonize black women even if it's not true just be happy they supporting him and then ask yourself why you don't ever return it how you always on the side of the accused alleged assaulter every time 100 percent of the time and then the one time you want to make a point it's y'all don't be supporting actually we do now what anyway i'm sorry that's a big ass tangent um <laughs> yeah and i asked her like what did lebron do because <laughs> i was like i didn't know lebron did anything so i appreciate the third response uh because i did respond back like you know that you know basically what i just told y'all and she said apparent uh appreciate your response lebron didn't do anything i think highly of him but i think uh i kind of put you in a solo category not on the pedestal or anything oh you scared me i just know <laughs> i just know you're very thoughtful and thorough i'll try Do to, I need to go well. around kicking these pedestals like i'm so scared of being on these pedestals y'all please don't 
uh but she said i'm not on one but i don't know i'm not no i feel like i'm not in the solo category i'm I'm scared but it's so hard to flesh ideas and opinions now even in real life sometimes my husband thinks that i'm this uber aggressive feminist but i'm really not i've just had to advocate for myself because as a wife a mother a black woman i felt overlooked and misunderstood a lot of it is related to the patriarchy and misogyny that you ought to speak of i was fighting against that strong black woman image that's left so many of us unappreciated undervalued and exhausted yeah and that's one of the things i'm trying to not promote when i'm talking about stuff like this because it's like black women can mess up black women can do great things black women can be wrong black women can be right sometimes the rhetoric and the propaganda and the like for lack of a better term pandering that happens in certain spaces uh especially now i've kind of seen the other side of what that does Mm -hmm. and how people like monetize it and they use it for like these really gross purposes and for their own egos and they put the like black women brand on everything but they but some of the main people they fucking use and abuse are black women yes you know just because you could put it on a t-shirt don't mean you for all black women you know just because i seen um you know just because you sell that as your brand but i've seen the other side of how you treat uh your fellow black women uh yeah i'm 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 hip to the game you know so you know there's a lot of mean girl magic out there you know where it's just disguised as black girl magic in that way so i don't want to pander and be like yeah black women always like listen black women always right listen to black women do this yes you should listen to black women you should listen to black women uh based on the same merits that you listen to everybody else that was the whole point correct you weren't listening even even when they would line up a a, a argument based on all this facts logic research experience we go "Ah, that's a black woman i don't want to listen to her like chance the rapper said you know but you should be listening but it doesn't mean like if stacy dash comes up to you you go well she's a black woman so gotta listen to black women guys uh like nah that's not how that works you still judge it on the merits of the points that are made right um and the same thing with uh once we lionize black women to a certain point we then basically set them up to be abused it's like oh you a strong black woman so if i don't cook and i don't clean yes you work in a job but you should be able to do that yes you should take care of the kids more than me i'm gonna go play ball with craig and them and, and all of a sudden it's like we done turn black girl magic into black girl mule you know and i think that's a a big uh thing and i i understood the idea of not expecting black women to do all this work for him because like i told karen it's kind of the flip side of that is okay so i'm not surprised by the support i expect it now what now i'm looking at terry like what the fuck you mean dog (laughs) i mean they better you know what i'm saying like we'll be like what's wrong with this dude right you know so it's a real catch-22 where you want to say i appreciate this support and i wish they would have said whose support did you most appreciate yeah because as a a question like you say all jokes aside and as we talked about the way he phrased the question was just a messy ass question like like not trying to be fun like the way he phrased it he could have phrased the question better yeah it was it was like a loaded question that was right to that answer anyway uh but i also know that i'm not perfect i had to learn and still learning how to communicate my needs and so many other life lessons excuse me for getting personal this life is so layered so complicated in a way that's why i appreciate you all show because it's more than just sound bites and high takes thank you catrice um and yeah that i was once i seen kevin hart and charlamagne i was like oh hold on let me just ask you what's going on now rather than to try to talk about this saturday i can't 
i can't uh far says <laughs> on that fresh air interview with kevin hart it confirmed to me what i always thought about kevin kevin is emotionally stunted did you listen to it again or no fresh air interview with kevin hart no. NPR. okay i know you listen to npr i was just checking mm-hmm. he seemed both incapable of and unwilling to dig beneath the surface he's a prime example of someone who could really benefit from therapy because of the trauma he's experienced but because he's been so successful he never let he never go he doesn't see anything wrong with himself because it all worked out he doesn't see a reason to go deep enough to get his to his core issues with homophobia but really masculinity like that story about his father punching him for crying at his mother's funeral his mother and the fact that he didn't seem to think anything was wrong with that type of toxic masculinity he just he was just resolute that said a lot yes yep like and that was the thing terry gross was trying to get him to dig deep or at least consider these things and he's so in my opinion blocked off and in denial he would never he he knows that if he has to my guess is he knows that if he has to start considering those things bad then he has to start considering what kind of person would do something like that to him and it did that make them bad or whatever and he seems like one of those positive vibes only people that's on some like i don't even dwell on anything that makes me feel bad even a little bit yeah and that shit will rock your world because one thing about man i I can't speak for nobody else but i know for me one thing about getting older and deconstructing your childhood and and looking at people and adults around you and how they treated you uh and processing it you know because the older particularly in the age of social media there's so many new words and phrases and terms and 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 stuff that were not around when i was a child and so now i can say oh that's what that was and oh that's what that was and this is why i'm fucked up in this area and this is why when things happen i'm automatically triggered and i don't know fucking why and i look like a goddamn lunatic this stems back to these particular situations or this particular person in my family or whatever the case may be and so it will really fuck you up because you actually have to sit down and actually look at the people around you and go hey the people around me did some fucked up shit to me and you got to accept that and that's very hard to do that's very hard to do go okay yeah this was fucked up okay now how do i process this and it's hard to process it because some people forgive some people don't some people get mad and bitter and angry and cut them off some people don't it is a process it will rock your goddamn world i know because i've been there and you know once you get to the other side of that you know you come to the realization i know i have is that a lot of people when you as a child when you are raised people can only give you and they can only pour into you what's been poured into them mm-hmm. and a lot of people they you know didn't have the knowledge didn't have the words didn't have the education um didn't have good parenting skills and just keep this real there wasn't books out there for them to learn you know a lot of them have been abused and and misused and 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 done it emotionally and all this stuff so a lot of times they poured that into you and so and it fucks you up let's keep it real it fucks you up in more ways than you think it will fuck you up and a lot of times uh you get to the point to where once you go through the process that you go okay this shit was fucked up how do i process this what do i go through then you have to look within yourself and go well it stops with me like i will no longer do these negative behavior 
I will no longer um, do these things because they're unhealthy. I know and I can see now how they impacted me. I know and I can see now how they made me feel a certain way. Uh, um, because some of the behavior that has happened for some people, you literally have to cut these family members off. And some of them, you can go, okay, I can work around this and we can have a somewhat functioning relationship. And I think when it comes to family, people hold family on pedestals. Uh, people, people put like this. People have been bought and sold family over everything. Like in general, they have been bought and sold. You got to love your family no matter what, no matter if they're abusive, no matter how they mistreat you, no matter how they abuse you, their family, their family, their family. And a lot of people have bought into that. And there's a lot of people that are very, very miserable connected to family. Once you become an adult and you get out into the real world, I'm speaking for me, and you realize these traits are just traits of people, and you disassociate the family relationship, you go, oh, no, 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 these are just people traits. You can actually filter them out of your life. Yes, I love you, but I have to love you from a distance because you are very toxic to me. I don't care nothing about you being my family. If you were a coworker, I would not tolerate this. If you was a friend, I would not tolerate this. If you was a stranger, I would not tolerate this. So I don't give a fuck about you being related to me. I'm not tolerating certain behavior around me. And you have to say that and you have to mean it and you have to stand behind it. And even if that means some of these family members, you lose connections and relationships with them, that's okay because it will make you a better person in the long run but because we've been sold family over everything a lot of people will keep these relationships going when these relationships truly need to die they actually need to die the the you know you and people don't want to get to the real root of these things and they wonder why they're miserable going to family functions they wonder why they don't want to go to family functions they don't wonder why they don't want to go to family unions you know they wonder why they don't want to go with certain family members house a lot of this stems down to shit that has happened to you in the past and truth be told when you was talking about Kevin Hart and a lot of other people it's a lot of people that will never come to that realization ever come to that realization in their lifetime because a lot of your families have been brainwashed into this bullshit and they pass this bullshit on to you and so you really can't talk to them a lot of times you have to talk to people outside of your family to actually enlighten yourself to get to the point where you can see see the situation you have to be outside of the situation to be a therapist be a family uh member that may be may be separate be you know a friend that might might be you can lean on but yeah you know and and it's a process and nobody wants to ever say my childhood was fucked up nobody wants to say that nobody wants to say i might have been abused i might have been misused nobody ever because it's a sad place but the thing is you got to have those feelings and emotions to get to the other side to make you a better person and that's something that I feel like a lot of people don't want to do. And from the way you're signing, that's something that Kevin Hart, because that's, that's the thing. Once you start tapping on that, uh, once you start tapping on that door and it opens up, it's an, emo- it's, it's, it's an emotional baggage that's probably bigger and deeper than you ever thought. And then you'll start questioning, hey, how am I responding to my husband? How am I responding to my significant other? How am I responding to my wife? How do I treat my children? Do I raise my voice at my children? You know, do I have a short temper with my children? Guess what? Just like family members have with me. You know, do I put my hands on my children? You'll start questioning everything at every aspect of your life. And nobody wants to do that because the thing is, everybody goes, I want to be a better person. I want growth. Do you really want growth, baby? Because when it comes to growth, it's pain behind that growth. (laughs) It's suffering behind that growth. It's tears behind that growth. Yes, you can get to the other side, 
but you got to go through the emotional process and as human beings we don't we truly don't want to grow we don't want to get better and we don't want to enlighten ourselves we just don't you know and that's why you have pushed back against gay marriage that's why you have pushed back against abortion because a lot of this stuff has been stemmed down into people and it's hard to break these cycles it is not easy yeah and i and for i don't even know if it's that we don't want to grow it's that people don't like you said growing is pain and people don't want to have pain they don't want to be uncomfortable and they don't want to change so it's just easier to be like i'm gonna stick to the shit i was taught you know um and and yes what you said exactly is uh very powerful but i agree you know and i think um with someone like kevin hart when you listen to the interview you can just see that he doesn't want to go back through all that and whatever it's worked out as far as said and whatever he's gone through is quote unquote behind him in his mind so he's never going to examine like why what does it mean to call something gay as a derogatory term and then turn around and say but it's not homophobic how's that possible you know and when he had his feelings hurt uh he there's an example he talks about meeting don rickles is one of his heroes in comedy uh don rickles roast people and stuff he's an old old comedian he might be dead now but he met when kevin hart met him he called kevin hart a little monkey and don rickles an old white dude and uh kevin hart basically said you know that hurt his feelings but he just went home he didn't say anything about it and the thing is for kevin hart that i think he can't make the connection is i think in his mind he was like why can't people just do what i did just you didn't like it go home you offended whatever but what i think kevin hasn't truly internalized is why should what was funny about don rickles making him feel that way and how do you think your words can't have that effect on people and this is off this is something that often happens when it comes to cishead people and uh lgbt and, and queer people is this this disconnect of like well cishead black people and queer people this disconnect of like well racially i can be offended and i don't like that shit you know and everybody goes to kramer i think kramer's an extreme example i use it all the time but roseanne barr roseanne barr she's on twitter under the auspices of comedy she calls this woman a a monkey she's well within her comedian sphere to say that none of us that i've met have any level of excuse acceptance and we don't forgive her and we don't accept her apology none of us haven't met a black person yet that's like i accept i believe other than uh who was it monique you, you, there's just not a there's not a lot of people out there willing to give her that chance dl hewley wanted her fired and yet he told gay people queer people and trans people if they can't take these jokes they some pussies imagine roseanne being like black people are pussies you can't take these jokes well i'm a comedian you picked the wrong one motherfucker but that's the ignorance that so many cishead black men hide behind they when they are the one who is wrong there's no fucking accountability like i said we have these words now and you become and now you turn yourself into the victim you're not the fucking victim here you know so anyway that the kevin hart shit just it was it's a very eye-opening interview terry gross is so great at interviewing i uh, i wish i could be as I good i wish you give a class yes i wish i could be as good like she uh, i think 
some of the stuff that le- and i think kevin hart is also just a bad example of people to interview because he's not he's trying so hard to not be a deep thinker he actually makes the interview a little boring um but i think there's a lot of subtext and i'm sure i'm implying a lot but my biggest belief with kevin hart is that he's a very ambitious man and he is in his brand was injured and more than anything else he's hurt by that and he's like i just need to continue to stay on my goal to own everything to make all the money to be the biggest person in the world that's it and this is now slowed my progression of that down and that's what he's mostly upset about he's angry i think Mm -hmm. i just couldn't help laughing when in one minute he told terry about the jokes coming from real life situations yes the one about hitting his kid over the head with a with a uh for being gay he said then when she asked him to explore the sentiment or the real life situation he would say uh, he fell back on it was just a joke yeah it was crazy it was it was really like talking to somebody like in therapy that was in denial he's like these situations are based on real life situations it's just a joke it's just a moment and then she'll be like right so it's based off reality yes all jokes are based off of reality okay well then kevin um what like what's real about this moment of you saying you want to hit your kid over the head for being gay and say in my voice don't do that that's gay uh, that's just that, that's just a moment in reality this it's just a joke it's just based off a moment right but what's real about the sentiment of you wanting to hit your kid e- even as a joke it's just a joke i'm like god damn this nigga is good Woo! Mm-hmm. he is good you never gonna cross him him and win what he's like nope this is the point and the line will not be crossed thou shall not cross it's over it's just a joke it's over like god damn nigga that's oh that's what he gonna continue to go back to i'm not talking about it no more it's over mm-hmm. i'm off i'm off that it's over what i'm trying to say is it's over i'm like god damn and i do give him credit for that he was like what you're not gonna do is this but it's so obviously not over Ugh. correct anyway um he just fell back on it was a joke or the intent was to be funny if it really all boils down to some niggas just ain't deep and for the re- that reason alone he'd be woefully inept at any type of al- active allyship yeah that's why I, yeah people that was, <laughs> that's one of the most laughable parts about the um <laughs> about the ellen interview is like why would you want him for an ally y'all gotta stop with kevin hart like kevin hart a win with a kevin hart situation is to get him to stop talking about you that's a win it's like kevin hart can you please just stop talking about us gay people please thank you keep us out your mouth that's a win because you if he was a quote-unquote ally he's just gonna fuck something else up later for sure a hundred percent uh miss monica says i enjoyed this episode you both are so thought provoking and hilarious i can't go a day without listening like karen i was initially taken aback by terry cruz commentary but during guest the race when i realized why the show was titled office of magic stick i was nearly in tears laughing i had to rethink that, you know what i didn't do this on purpose but you're absolutely right uh i i did adamantly back Kerry cruz maybe because he's famous and he bravely shared his story it sounds like officer stick went through hell but i laughed at him too Mm-hmm. exactly that's that was my whole point when i was talking to karen about it was like we don't treat dudes that get sexually assaulted with the same like seriousness and now this this case this officer was not sexually assaulted but he was right. harassed and stalked by this woman yes he was and we were joking about it mm-hmm. you know we were all oh, he must have had the magic got these jokes right so i can understand how a man who's sexually assaulted thinks that he doesn't know what the reception will be because you really don't know 
uh afro diva says hi rod and karen i've been listening to the show and hearing you go back and forth about terry cruz saying he was surprised by black women supporting him i think you misread what he said he well we didn't misread it we misheard it okay we played the clip uh he <laughs> i'm just messing with you he wasn't saying he was surprised that he, we supported him he was surprised that black men didn't uh he was expecting brothers to have his back and was shocked and probably hurt when uh they turned on him instead he thought they would be able to commiserate because he's not the only one this happened to it was very impassioned discussion y'all had but if you watch the clip again i think you'll catch it well we just did watch the clip again i i i pick up some of what you laying down i do feel that he was very hurt and injured by the lack of black male support uh from cishead black men but the question was who was he surprised by who supported him and he did answer that question and it, I, and then, like i said i don't think he was saying specifically i think if he would have been asked who did he appreciate he would have had the same answer mm-hmm. so i think it's the framing of the question but right you know um but yes I, I i picked it up more this time than uh last time absolutely after reading your comments so thank you for that but uh i still do think part of it was that he was surprised how vehemently black women defended him and that's okay that's okay you know uh, i'm just trying it doesn't mean that like it doesn't have to be a bad thing that he was surprised it's it's hopefully he was i'm i'm sure he was pleasantly surprised and also like i said at the same time let down that his his other people didn't have his back Uh, correct and i know for me when we had the conversation for me the reason why the conversation went on so long is because i was triggered like i know people don't like that word but i was fucking triggered i was like what the fuck i don't understand why we fucking surprised but at the same time i understand why because people are fickle and depend on what it is and depend on who you are and depend on if they like you or not would depend on the response and also i understand the thing is men don't have the right to demand we support them Mm-hmm. you know and once you get to that it becomes a bigger thing you know we're black women some black women are going to support no matter what but there are black women on certain shit they tap out because they've had enough yeah so don't have the expectation that we are going to always be there and that's okay too correct like i know people that get deeply offended that somebody i can't remember who wrote it and i don't want to say the wrong name so i'm not gonna say but i remember we read a piece on here about that woman was like i'm not marching for um eric gardner or or alton sterling one of them maybe it was alton sterling or maybe it was more than one woman that wrote a piece but i know with alton sterling he had sexual assault of a young black girl in his past and you know and i don't know how popular the sentiment was but there was a black woman that was like i'm not not for this one and um you know we talked about on the show at the time i'm like i don't really know where to place that because i don't want to condemn her like i see people condemning her like how dare you but i'm also like i kind of can understand that you're not gonna have that same energy for everybody you can and i remember the question for the poll was like <laughs> i think it was like uh if stacy dash got like killed by the cops are y'all marching or not nah? right and it wasn't no hundred percent is mm-hmm. what i'm saying so i don't know you know um yeah i understand classic rb lover says hi rider karen i had to mention that karen just ran about terry cruz the black women in me the black women in me 
who has been and continues to be crapped on in america was shouting damn straight let him know part of me who follows terry cruz on twitter because of his brooklyn 99 tweets had to pull back in a typical situation karen you're 100 percent right to question why black women doing right especially by those who don't do right by us is a surprise right you're also right regarding the factors that motivated cruz statement to that poorly worded question terry has publicly comment commented on his feed that as a black man a big black man a former football player his life has been steeped in manly mandom which has taken the form of both genders expecting him to be unfeeling and to be able to handle anything right he's addressed moments where he has been shut down in the past for not fitting this mode on his twitter feed when people sadly many black men attacked it was black women who defended and comforted him often bringing him to tears of the depth of their embrace cruz has come in commented how he had moments of doubt and support and that the private comments that went with them which often detailed abuse these black women had suffered let him uh let him know that he was standing in the right and keep and keep kept him going based on this i took his surprise that that i meant that i might have side eye different under different circumstances to be surprised at how collectively black women he never met made him feel seen and validated in a way that people he knew had failed to do that's how i took it too sorry it's so long but i thought my outsider's awareness as terry cruz follow on twitter might help it it does for me um karen what do you think agreed yeah uh the other thing i would say too is um and i don't know how to express this enough uh and and i'm sure black women feel it and i can say it as experience as a black man we are taught to not trust and to to hate to abuse from a young age as black men it's a lifelong thing and it's consistently reinforced and specifically against black women you know lgbtq people as well but there's a different level for cishet black men when it comes to black women because we are still expected we expect the loyalty and sex and childbearing and labor from black women in a way and i'm not saying whether it's better or worse i think you know the things we expect from the lgbtq community is 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 actually really fucked up as cishet black men but the things we expect from women is that we're still going to be in your proximity constantly while also demeaning you the entire time and so when you have been taught not to trust somebody or when you've been taught that this is essentially your enemy this person wants to use you despite your mother and your sisters and your aunts those people are all the quote-unquote exceptions they're all special snowflakes come on but the vast of black women are out to get you somehow that is the shit we are taught and it's normally reinforced over and over as soon as you become a boy of a certain age it's don't you be getting these little girls these fast girls pregnant it's like the black women are the black girls are preying on you not that's not the that's not what happens in real life come on that's not that's not how that actually goes black women black girls aren't like at 14 16 going i can't wait to trap this 16 year old with a baby and ruin his life Mm -mm. but we still talk i know grown men who still talk like that and that's not to say every there's no person like that please don't write up here with your example of the nigga that got trapped i don't care i know there's got to be some examples of every single type of scope of everything in blackness but in general the shit we're taught is very much anti-black woman shit so for him to basically find out it's all bullshit and it's all a lie at the same time (laughs) 
you know while also being betrayed by his own brothers who have all held him up on this pedestal oh my man but terry cruz and they and they go huh you got sexually assaulted ha ha you know i guarantee terry cruz sat in rooms where they made fun of men that have gotten sexually assaulted mm-hmm. i guarantee he sat in rooms where um they made fun of women that got sexually assaulted or or with dudes that did not sexual assault especially if he's coming from the nfl you know i guarantee he has you know it's it's just, it's carte blanche of what we call manhood and especially for black men it's hyper masculinity that's even worse when it's this you know uh some of these things so yeah man i absolutely can see how this reckoning flipped his entire worldview you know so um who knows what else he he went through privately and all that stuff but publicly i I guarantee it fucking it fucked him up you know um so uh and like and like i said it's even more fucked up because uh we are not really taught to be this way with any other women other than our own that that's the even more fucked up part that's why you can have compassion for white women right. and all these other women women right that's why you call them you know their anger is quote-unquote spiciness i'm right. not trying to be funny yeah, yeah. anybody like, is not right. a black woman anyone is not a black woman we are taught that that is different for them right meanwhile who the fuck calling the cops on us you know just stupid it's stupid shit that people say but most men aren't aren't thinking it far that that through that they're not thinking that far through they're just like yeah these black bitches right ha 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 and that's it and you can go your whole life like that your whole life a lot of niggas do you know and i know it's the lowest of bars and the barest of minimums god you know i get it but that's why when you see somebody like a jay-z it late in his age be like uh this is all bullshit guys um i'm just like good more, more please terry cruz thank you like john legend appreciate you like get get out here and start talking because guys like that normally stay silent and yes, they, they do they feel like these things are wrong and it's kind of fucked up what these guys are saying but you just don't say nothing back but you got a voice too and you you got an obligation to use it you know you got to get out here and be like but i disagree because if not everyone in the room assumes the tenor of the room is the tenor of the room right you know there may be people that are emboldened when they hear you being like that's bullshit don't talk about our sisters like that you know that it may be you know and i and the the thing with black women loving us is so fucking unrequited that it you know you can expect it and become uh what do you call it not dependent on it but complacent i guess i don't know like you expect them to like do this labor for me hey something bad happened to me now pick me up make me feel like a man again yeah fix me fix me fix me like like that's what a lot of it is and yeah you know and it's you know and the thing is a lot of women and to an extent i understand particularly older women are like nigga we all grown i'm not fixing a fucking grown ass man go get therapy do whatever you got to do make yourself whole because i was required to be whole at a really early age i beyond my years i was required to grow up i was required to go through the emotional baggage i was required to be challenged like I, you know i can't be out here emotionally breaking down i was never allowed to you know and now in my 40s and 50s yeah i'll be with you but nigga i'm not gonna raise a grown man i mean a grown man uh, a, a grown man with child stunted but you know emotionally grow up yeah and then there's also just the fact that um 
there's a lot of black women who will do that labor regardless yeah. of it being thankless right so you, we will still get our wing held and hop right back out there and be like fuck these black women am i right mm-hmm. anonymous says is a man who is also who is also sexually assaulted like terry cruz i totally understand where he's coming from i think he was traumatized by the whole incident and felt isolated like anybody else would and i think you have to take that into account hell the reason i'm writing this anonymously is because i'm scared of telling everybody i was assaulted oh but it's it, like i said it's that's that's a real feeling and i think when it comes to men we kind of take it for granted like nah it's people will support you you're a man it's like mm, that's not really true people support sexual assault rape culture is rape culture no matter who it's happening to there's no there's no perfect victim you know mm-hmm. there's all they will find a way to discredit you as well because if not then they gotta deal with the fact that this is a rapey ass society anyway i'm sorry that happened to you and i'm sorry you feel Same. you know that need to be anonymous like that but i also understand it mm-hmm. okay now is kevin hart really done talking about not hosting the oscars yes he's over it no he's still not over it karen no four percent people say he is over it 96 say he is not over it uh lakita says i can't with kevin i went from side eyeing him to full-on disliking him and it didn't have to be this way didn't it right ct says the fact that you even had to ask again should tell you enough (laughs) kevin hart exhausts me and lakita you absolutely right it didn't have to be this way child yeah it's sad man he really made it to where i'm like i see his name in the movie discussion i'm like i don't know if i want to watch that right right like he done went from like oh no i watched the manji the first one was funny though and i don't really nah, want to watch that one on netflix i really need yeah, to see I, mean, I won't see the ride but how no. good could it be you know like right he that's terrible anyway uh comments for episode 1824 hamburger in chief true note says i really got nothing about this episode the show art is why i'm here it's perfect i bust out laughing when i saw it this morning and i've been laughing it to myself most of the day when i think about it mike says i gotta salute rob for starting the show with that jay-z verse squeeze first it's my go-to so- song when i discuss jay being the goat i'm only four minutes into this episode but i already know it's gonna be great peace thank you thank you um see trey says trump really thought he was doing something going to all these fast food places setting up burger buffet does he not understand catering setting up a whole fast food buffet with no heat lamps all that food sitting there lukewarm well they had the candlelight and they probably did <laughs> And they I pro- thought that shit was cold. And they probably didn't get them any sodas. These players didn't. I risk- had drunk water. These players didn't risk all those injuries for free to roll up at white the white house and get served some shit they could have got at the bus outside chapel hill right trump is a dumbass cheapskate who doesn't know what he probably could have gone to he probably could have gone to any of the restaurants in the center of dc and gotten a rack of barbecue slot size for about the same as he got a thousand burgers from three different chains hell he could have gone to bojangles at union station and got 10 of those game day boxes fuck out of here come on lisa came with iced tea right terrible oh man let's go to the next one all right river city girl says when y'all were talking about how terrible trump has been since forever i once again almost cried i miss president obama and his whole family every time i hear about some trumpery i think president obama could slash would never they would have ran him out with pitchforks i just saw a clip of trump responding to a reporter who asked about the government employees who are not being paid and he said that they would have to adjust fuck you mean adjust nigga got niggas got bills to pay and their direct deposit amounts show zero pay this is america shaking my head obama forever yep it's so funny everybody that was an obama detractor 
in their own way has solidified his place as if not the greatest one of the greatest presidents in united states history by following him up with one of the worst it's really uncanny i could have predicted it and written it down i i i (laughs) it's funny if they would have elected hillary i think you would have saw like people being more having more levity with his legacy you know not that i don't think it was great i still think he was one of the greatest presidents i didn't need nobody else to tell me Mm-mm. and i didn't need to see trump to solidify it but a lot of people needed to apparently because every day he's eroding some more shit that people told us obama didn't do uh say you says the title and the show art is spot on uh i also wanted to add to this conversation on the hamburger in chief on how strikingly unqualified he is on all levels how did he think it was okay to feed d1 athletes fast food maybe this was just my assumption but this felt extra out of touch with reality these young people have nutritionists back at their school because they don't regularly eat fast food or to perform at the level that they play at in general they deserve to be treated so much better he keeps adding insult to injury i appreciated y'all's brief yet poignant conversation on this ass hat trump keeps proving how unqualified he is on every facet the job but his supporters do not care it really will take a collective action against the numbing apathy to make sure if he's not in jail for 2020 not to get this ass hat reelected. yeah it's funny because we don't really talk about trump that much on this show because uh you know because he is so insulting right casey cologne says i to think that someone would do something special or important enough to make it to the white house and they get there and are fed mcdonald's in what was once in a which is a often a once in a lifetime opportunity for most is worse than a slap in the face is a goddamn shame and embarrassment right really is trash the poll is which is better bromances romances or homances karen i'm gonna say homances well you and most of the audience agree 58 percent say homances yes um <laughs> it's funny how after the show i thought of that because i said we have bromances we have romances how come we don't have a thing when women uh are friends it's just friendship but i think we need to start calling them homances okay i am down for that it's pro ho not it's not a diss to hoes it's mm-hmm. pro ho so i think homances could work okay and homances probably are much more fruitful than either bromances or romances come on <laughs> much more fruitful <laughs> i bet you everybody in them groups are a lot happier homances is probably so much more a lot of twerking <laughs> that's what that cardi b video is it's just a, a homance a homance homance yes, they was homancing on a yacht and you know what everyone looked happy no niggas come was on. there they was happy yep no niggas was over there fucking anything up trying to grab some ass trying to distract from the twerking like they just had a big ass homancery right there on the yacht come on uh obviously homance is the only correct answer says ct <laughs> yeah romance has only got five percent of the vote good so, for you uh only five percent and romance has got 37 percent good for you too yeah and the last episode of the week was to cash a creditor uh uh let me see we got three comments all right 
um everly 77 says hey rod and karen wow thank you so much for discussing narcissism in this episode my son's father is a narcissist in my life and i had to learn over time how to deal with him while i was still in a relationship with him i had no idea that people could behave like this he was mean for no reason gaslighting me when he felt like it be nice to me sometimes the roller coaster of emotions was making me think i was losing my mind right he did all this while i'm trying to care for our new baby the stress was unbelievable it wasn't until i was discussing with him with a friend years after the relationship ended that i realized i was dealing with a narcissist you discussing this will truly help someone realize recognize what they're dealing with a narcissist and hopefully get away from them come on i wish i knew what i know now obviously i still have to co-parent with that fool sometimes but i just either ignored his bullshit or treat him like a, he's a comedian and laugh at him he hates that shit enjoy the rest of your day i feel you everly and i'm sorry that happened but Mm -hmm. yeah i'm glad like i said i hope people was informed by what we was talking about maybe it helped somebody else regarding the gillette ad river girls river city girl says i will never understand the vitriol that follows when an ad comes out that challenges people to not be trash the overwhelming response has been very defensive and adamant that they should continue to remain dreadful and pass that on to the next generation of young men a reasonable response from society could be to feel encouraged not to raise a misogynist incel sexual predator etc it kind of reminds me how people reacted to michelle obama when she tried to encourage healthy eating habits right it was like fuck it my kids will be fat and have hypertension and all this shit fuck you bitch you got what, what, what is she actually trying to get your kids to live longer mm-hmm. uh as for um yeah as for the response man i'm mostly seeing the same usual suspects mm-hmm. like same. i could have if i could have i almost could have wrote you a list of who the fuck i expected to be upset by that ad mm-hmm. and it would have been the, the same people yeah it was like oh pierce morgan no okay michelle morgan oh she's not a fan okay all right um eva says i wonder if sean king suing people has something to do with the fact that the murder of jasmine barnes turned out to not be the man he blasted all over his social media a couple of weeks ago he played he placed an actual picture of a man who matched the police sketch with the man's name and blasted it to his millions of followers and the man i think he has he has millions of followers wow that's crazy and the man and his family were getting death threats while he deleted the tweet after the fact there was never a statement of retraction or apology what so maybe he's suddenly suing people to distract from his mistake that sounds kind of narcissistic yeah listen um him suing people has gone so badly for him in the past however many days since we did this show like literally could not imagine it going worse for a person like i was wondering how he was gonna play this if he was gonna be end up suing like breitbart fox news the people that started these uh some of these rumors about either his race or his work i i don't know and if for a man that goes on social media and often jumps in and starts trying to like hunt down these people that do racist shit and sometimes he is wrong sometimes he you know it's a fine line though because i i mean you know people be like believe black women and shit but then if he believed the wrong one they'd be like i can't believe you believed her so like he has had a couple of cases where he believed somebody and either they got turned out they were lying or they had the wrong suspect or something like that um but even in those cases i wonder how he isn't being sued for using his twitter in a way that you know was you know targeting people that you know in a very wrong way but i i don't know what the rules are for this shit like i told you it's all the wild wild west to me and i just feel like mostly he and 
uh he's getting bad advice or bad counsel or not listening to good counsel because i would have told him not to do this straight up it's not worth it what you gonna do you're not gonna change nobody's mind dog this is why it pays to have real live functioning friends like i'm talking like real friends that yeah be like ring 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 hey nigga hey nigga hey nigga nigga what you doing and i absolutely understand the impulse to want to fight some shit of course when you feel that it's unfair or that it's a lie or something being said i have been there before you know i've we been there have, before yes. where, I, where i was like i want to fucking take this person down you know and it and and i i just thank god I, i'm very fortunate to have people around me that have cooler heads that also go well this is what it's gonna look like you know it's gonna look like you using your big platform to pick on this person or it's gonna or that that person is not gonna come back and be like you know what i was wrong for that shit and i shouldn't have said that because i actually don't have the proof to back that up they're never gonna do it you can't be a liar even with the truth you just gotta the only way is to go about your life living it with integrity and honesty and authenticity and you know what real the real the people will see through it people will see through it i've had people say some really fucked up shit about me in the past where i'm like i it's infuriating because you're like that's so not true it's actually making me mad but that's the point they want you to be mad mm-hmm. and the worst thing he could have done is let them know that they got to him correct because now everybody know it bothers him in a way that some of us didn't know before and also it's the streisand effect a lot of people didn't know about these accusations but you use your platform to attack these folks and all you did was give a lot of these people publicity people that for tweets they weren't getting no traction Mm-mm. nobody was retweeting them shits they were months old it, it's just it's bad his wife wrote a piece it's bad it's real i can't imagine a worse pr move than what he did and i like i said i say that with no animosity i'm not one of these people that jumps in his shit and talks about how shady and fucked up he is or you know he be stealing i don't even do that type of shit because i don't need i don't, I literally don't know this nigga don't know never work with him the people that do work with him seem to have a pattern of misgivings about this dude uh in a lot of cases not every case but in a lot of cases enough cases that i'm aware of it i wouldn't get that dude my money and i never have you know um but all that being said like bro you were winning like you had thousands like eighty nine thousand people i think that donated to that his new thing the north star bro you were winning you already beat your haters quote unquote if you are uh lying you already the lies worked if you're telling the truth then then the truth already worked what what you can't get a hundred percent of anything not on the internet Mm-mm, never on the internet there's always gonna be somebody with either nothing to lose or they just don't like you or they jealous or they or literally they have a, a truthful rightful grievance against you right. it doesn't even matter what the category is someone always will not be happy with you i'm not a tenth as famous i'm not a of one percent as famous as sean king Mm-mm. and i know that shit you know what i mean i ain't nobody and i know that shit i'm like you can't get all these niggas on the same page you know i love our facebook group because i don't want to see the like it ain't gonna be 100 percent, and i don't even need to see it i believe you got it you know what i mean go in there talk your shit i get you 
what the fuck i'm gonna say you know i listen to shit i talk my shit i don't want kevin hart listening to this podcast i hope he not you know like like it's, like i'm not my goal isn't to go out into the world and injure people mm-hmm. i'm just giving my opinion you know and people are entitled to get their opinion on you now like i said the things that they said that may be factually unprovable or he may actually be able to prove that they're lying that does kind of set you up on some on some weird like i don't know the rules on that i've seen lawyers talk about it and whatever y'all say whatever i think if i was talking to those people i'd also tell them to drop it because it already worked and it don't matter but it's twitter and motherfuckers think they get paid in retweets and likes so you know they doing threads apparently and going they, back. apparently they must pay bills nobody told me yeah i nobody started no GoFundMe for none of these motherfuckers yet so good luck if it goes to court maybe they'll start something but i i personally would not waste the time arguing with this dude real talk it's not worth it he's mm-hmm. not worth it mm-hmm. like and and, and and so there's this other part of it too that people ain't talking about all y'all motherfuckers been talking shit about him for all this time and y'all still ain't took him down y'all not gonna take him down that way he's gonna take himself down if he's really the kind of person you say he is it's the only way the only thing you're gonna get is a pat on the back for being right in the first place but he continues to cook and i kept seeing people in his mentions and they supporting him they don't even care how this shit look i'm on the outside like this shit look bad to me it's getting worse you know i understand why you felt that way you know because essentially the other thing people not talking about is uh he was attacked from right-wing people first so at least at least publicly that the most of the public is aware of right it's breitbart it's fox news it's pierce morgan it's you know it's the daily mail it's all these people that were like really going in on like he ain't really black a lot of people picked that up from those the daily caller people um so it's 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 much like a lot of politics the really woke leftist people be sounding a lot like them conservative racist people you know if i was going to attack that man's credibility it wouldn't be on the basis of he's not a black person Mm -mm. but a lot of people are going to stoop for the lowest common denominator but just look at his business practices look at his partnerships look at the people that left in his wake and what they say about him look at that but if you just want to call him tachalka or talcum x i mean i get the humor in it i'm not gonna not laugh but that's that's like the same shit that those white folks were saying about him you know i guess it's like sometimes we agree with the tea party i don't know how y'all work that one out in your mind but for me i try not to to get too much into that i just think that uh he has really made himself look really bad over the last few days and uh i think he's getting it's everything it makes everything that people have said about him look true and it's it's the streisand effect i can't believe he handled it this bad speaking of narcissists i've dealt with a few narcissists in my life i dated one and had a couple so called friends who are and i'm the kind of person to bend over backwards for a friend and someone i care about and the one thing a narcissist loves to do is withhold affection to manipulate you into doing what they want you to do mm-hmm. each time when i react reached the breaking point they would gaslight me and make it seem like i was the problem nigga yes when i realized that i could do no right with that person i stopped dealing with them come on and being at that beck and call and that's when the smear campaign began Woo! i'm about to start praise dancing that's the hardest to get through but when you realize that they can no longer affect you that's when they move on to the next person terrorized right yep that bruh mm. who wrote this eve child listen drinks on me 
uh and unfortunately this whole country is currently dealing with a narcissist it's so triggering because there's not much we can do about it right i think the gillette commercial controversy happened because pierce morgan and james wood tweet about it those two are boils on the ass society just a couple of super trolls and troll followers you just can't take those two seriously yeah that's why i refuse to have a serious conversation based off of that shit like i get it that they're terrible but they were terrible before that gillette ad and y'all not about to have me out here in their mentions over that shit Mm-mm. uh have you ever dealt with a narcissist uh yes online only yes in real life and no not yet and of course i am the narcissist why are you talking about me on your little podcast karen uh online and in real life okay uh 80 percent say yes in real life two percent say online only five percent say not yet good luck good luck out there i hope you make it your whole life and 13 percent say i am the narcissist why are you talking about me on your little podcast uh blue wave rider says does the sean king beef ulti- we need to watch out for y'all 13 <laughs> percent blue wave rider says does the sean king beef ultimately hurt black activism he's going after two gay people one of them a college student i think it's three people two of them one of them women one of them gay a gay dude if i'm not mistaken two of them are women one of them's a gay dude i don't know about i don't know if it hurts activism in general i don't know there may be others it certainly seems like smoke always follows him he don't hear no shit you don't hear no shit about the ray actually you do mm-hmm actually you do all of them like like a lot of people don't realize anybody that's an activist can tell you at some point in time because it's a very thankless job so people just expect you to get out there put your labor and your work out there for free and you could be doing your best not harming nobody but somebody's gonna have a problem with the decision that you made and they're gonna talk about shit about you be it jealousy be it they don't like you or whatever the case may be but i tell you everybody everybody you might not have heard it but yeah it's out there dog um yeah that's what i was gonna say so thank you karen Mm -hmm. all these motherfuckers like i'm cool with these people too Mm -hmm. some of them but it's not a single one of them i haven't heard some shit about all of them so uh one of the things that i really like i don't call myself an activist and i'm Mm -hmm. not an activist nope and i never wanted the title of activist because the shit that they go through is thankless i don't yes i don't know why anyone would do that and if if you're doing it for bullshit ego reasons it'll come to light Mm -hmm. uh if you're not doing i mean i guess you kind of have to have an ego to be an activist in the first fucking place you have to feel you're important enough to change the discussion in america to bring light to some shit so i guess it's all but it it, look activists have problems too and then the main thing i've noticed too is they paranoid as fuck you know in general and I, i mean rightfully so you would be paranoid too if you stood up for something you believed in and motherfuckers thought i'm gonna kill you or i'm gonna tell you where your address is i'm gonna dox you or mm-hmm. i'm gonna uh you know i'm gonna put you tap on a, your phone huh they say yeah they tap their phones all the time right i'm gonna put you on a watch list like it's right. all de- it's all designed to make them paranoid and kind of fucked up and crazy to be around and you know i to me it's like i don't come from that i'm not trying to deal with the consequence of that shit to be honest with y'all um and i also don't even really see the point sometimes because like 
you know you still do all that shit and you got people out here calling you fucking like uh the feds or a you, coon yeah a coon or they disagree with the way you did some shit and now you ain't black enough or you too black or right. it, like what's the fucking point offer some thankless ass bullshit most of you ain't never gonna get paid you know what i mean like if you do get paid they gonna use it against you it's nothing you can fucking do like it's so thankless i would never do some shit like that um and and that's and that's also like and that's and every activist ain't a good person Mm -mm. you know some bad people doing some quote-unquote good work and people like them because of their work but they can hide their narcissism and their fucking uh egomania and social uh sociopathy they can hide it behind these causes so that if you say something to them then you become anti that cause it's it's all some shit i don't want to deal with correct uh any thoughts on tamika maori farrakhan and the women's march um i actually say that article we'll talk about that but my short on that is um i don't know why these niggas keep trying to make this case it's not gonna work if the bigger goal is to get this unified front of supporting money and shit you ain't doing nothing but eroding it because farrakhan not here for all of us and you dismissing that because that's what white people do with, with they republican conservative people um to me that's no better I, that's why i don't fuck with the republicans that's why i don't fuck with certain democrats i don't so fuck with certain people because they always making some excuse for somebody that's even more fucked up like so why would we want to adopt what they do that's their tactic and that's what we keep going back to so so john mccain could be friends with billy grams like that should not be a thing and we shouldn't be trying to replicate it on our side well he do some good things yes and he also thinks fucking gay people going to hell and women belong in the fucking kitchen no it's okay it's okay to be like that's we don't have to uphold that it's hard to be progressive when you're trying to just mimic what the fuck conservatives do that's my personal opinion obviously she can do whatever the fuck she want to do she gonna kind of make that case and a lot of them i think fucked up because the first thing they did with obama was make it about he look how he betrayed reverend Wright, and it's like he wouldn't be president if he did what y'all said he need to do with that reverend Wright. end of the day bottom line so what you wanted him to do is basically not become president and that's fine but he wanted to be president that i wouldn't be surprised if the fucking obamas and reverend Wright sat in the living room and drank tea and said this is what we got to do about this and reverend Wright said i understand i wouldn't be surprised i would because it's just that it, it was that fucking plain to everybody else but, but but the people that wanted to have a purity test was like you can't do that okay cool well now you see what happens when you don't do that you losing support people being like fuck cancel the women's march and they canceled it they canceled it like that's that, that goodwill and all those people they had out there what could have been done registering people to vote all that shit done just like that i didn't know it was canceled yeah they canceled it like people pulling out all kinds of shit it's crazy so anyway we'll we'll talk about that eventually uh what happened to really dark night haven't heard from him in a while i don't know really dark night not leaving a lot of comments lately i guess i don't i'm sorry if i missed it uh but i, I know really dark night was in the chat or registered for the uh for the show so mm-hmm. um maybe come to the live chat and hang out all right let me see there were their voicemails uh sunday let's see is this a voicemail i don't know you know it comes to ordeal with skype man i'm trying to see okay let's say a recent call monday we don't know what we're gonna get y'all what sunday was this i don't know hey rod and karen um i'm calling because i just heard um 
your feedback, Joe. Um, about a listener who sent an email um, explaining the difference between responsibility and blame towards the parent mm. and um, this whole R. Kelly um, tragedy, really. Um, and, you know, I have, I have to agree um, with what you were saying. A lot of it is, you know, just uh, it's, it's not the parent. Um, sometimes and I'm saying this as a woman that's a parent I have a 13 year old son and I have um, you know and I grew up as a black woman and I had a a, a friend uh, when we were 14 we were maybe 15 10th grade and she had a 28 year old boyfriend and that was her dad's friend Mm. and he would pick her up from school and uh, we would be going to a Saturday program, you know, um, it was almost like a college prep program every Saturday, mm-hmm. and they would pick us up from a specific designation, a designated area, and before the bus would get there to get us, he would pick her up. So every Saturday, she thought that she was, you know, over at the program with us, and he was over there picking her up and then dropping her back off, and the bus would drop us back off. You know, they had a system. And they would spend time together, and they were together for a year before her mother find, found out. Mm. And her mother cried, you know, because, you know, he was a friend of the family, but mom still didn't report him. Right. You know, I'm not even sure if mom, I think the relationship still went on. I mean, I was 16 dating someone at 18, and my mom threatened him with the cops and mm. all that. Like, she found that out, and that was, you know, just a two-year difference. But and then She got cut off. We can go to the next one. But yeah, it's very common is what I was trying to tell people. And yeah, people want to act crazy when you say that. Yeah, my mom was ready right. to send him to jail. So, like, you know, I, I guess it really does depend on the, the discretion of parents on what to do after. But yeah, you know, teenagers, we lie. You know, she had a job. Right. So she thought, you know, she was grown. And, you know, she, de- you know, she had, like, she developed much earlier than all of us did. And, you know, she liked her body. And, you know, and, and, there were not enough people talking to us. We didn't know really what to do with everything that we just was was almost just given, you right. know, just being women. And um, so I, I wouldn't blame the parents. I think it's just there's so many moving parts in this. It's society. It's the men that prey upon these, you know, young children. Um, it, some of it is the parents um, as far as, you know, what happens if they do ever find out. So there are a lot of moving parts that, that, you know, come with this, but I just, I really, it really makes me so uneasy how everyone's so quick to shift this blame on the parents instead of the the actual predator. So, anyway, I, um, I appreciate all that you guys do. Thank you for giving us the opportunity to provide feedback, and um, I'm just, I'm going to keep listening because I love y'all. All right, uh, bye. Thank you. Thank you go ahead Karen and I agree and truth be told it's this is my opinion it's a lot of scared ass parents out there it's a lot of parents with teenagers teenage girls teenage boys uh teenage uh, LGBTQ children that are constantly being targeted and they know and they parents know the world is a fucked up place so and the thing is as your child grow older you have to get to the point where you get, can trust them children lie you were a child you lie you weren't ever where you were supposed to be and it's one of those things where you know the realization is that children are people you can't control them 
you can't they're individual people that at a certain age they're quote-unquote grown as far as they can make decisions on their own Oops, sorry trying to close skype and just start calling people keep going no problem but they're not grown because they don't understand the consequences and the repercussions of their actions yeah and that's a very scary place for a for a parent uh to be in and a lot of parents have this thing that hangs over the that hangs over their head where if my child fucks up it makes me look bad if my child fucks up that everybody's gonna come on me if my child fucks up i'm gonna look like a uh incompetent parent when sometimes guess what you have done all that you can do and your child has made a conscious effort and made a decision and sometimes there's nothing you can do about it as a parent and that is the most devastating and most horrifying thing for a parent to realize you do not have 100 percent control over your child you just don't you just don't your parents didn't have 100 percent control over you there are things that you did now that your parents never knew you do never knew you did and they will never know there's things that your child has done that you will never know that your child has done and the thing is people paint this illusion that if your child fucks up it's a hundred percent on you regardless of your child's choice your child's decision regardless of you as a parent you've done all the things that they've told you to do because that's the thing everybody wants like no 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 you may have taken in the therapy you may have read all the books you may have gave them all the books you have literally done everything that society has told you that you're supposed to do as a parent you was at every pta meeting you was at all the meetings you done everything you're supposed to do you was at the parents teacher conference you were doing this you were doing that and your child still made these decisions and it is not a reflection on you as a parent but society tells us this and it fucks parents up yeah. and, and and this is true it just fucks parents up because they they're like oh my god oh my god oh my god i don't have control no you do not have 100 percent control over your child that is impossible and it's easier to blame the parent the parent or parents mm-hmm. because if you blame the parents that means you don't have to go after the person committing the crime because the person committing the crime is also in your family and your friends you have also been sexually assaulted it's easier to go and this is the thing it's almost like a double victimization you have a child that's been victimized and then people victimize the parents yes there are there is some responsibility that the the the, you know that as parents you may have could have tweaked some things but it comes to a point where even after you've done tweaking it still come to a point where it's beyond your control because that's the thing the a lot of the parents got got because this is the thing they was like well you know we had this structure we had this thing no no it was bigger than you and sometimes the parent situations is bigger than you and it's it, and it's bigger than what you as a parent can do and nobody wants to admit there's some situations that come that you go look i don't know what else to do i've done all these things i've done the right things and i'm still in a fucked up situation with my child that has made a conscious decision and a conscious choice to go against everything that i've thought that i taught them you know because even though you you do these things children can still reject things because there are individual human being who has the right who has autonomy over their own body and who can can still do what the fuck they want to do regardless of what you say as a parent children run away all the time no parent wants their child to run away but a lot of times you blame the parents when the child has made a choice to do this and in some situations like like if they ran on their free will and 
it's one of those things it's a, just a tough thing play, thing and place to be in but society and nobody will ever question society for always blaming the victims because you blame the child and you blame the parents the parents are victims no parent does a parent does not want to be without their child and a lot of times when you go it's your fault it's your fault it's your fault people act like these parents have no compassion and they don't love their children they do they love their children and this is why now they're fighting and they're they're uh, acting the fool online and we want our child back because they actually do care about their child it does not mean that you don't love your child more just because your child happened not to fuck up all children fuck up but because your child done everything and 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 and, and, and did all these things that they were supposed to do you think that you are a better parent and a lot of times parents whose children haven't fucked up yet or children or parents who don't know their children fucked up because they don't want to tell you about it they do the blame game because it's easy to say my child is perfect i did everything perfect as a parent you parent you fucked up because your child fucked up and they 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 do it in abuse they do it in teenage pregnancy they do it when child when, when children get on drugs and alcohol they do it across the board you know it's you know and, and it's and, and 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 i understand yes there's some things where it is the parent's responsibility please don't get me wrong but there are some things that that, that it cannot be 100 percent on the parent and it can't be 100 percent on the child in this situation and it and, and, and in my opinion it's it's a it's a deflection or a a way to get around of not holding the person who committed the crime responsible because in general parents and adults know the world is fucked up and you can't get the world to change so instead of getting the world to change we'll get the victims to change which fixes fucking nothing because nobody's held accountable yeah um the things i would say on this to add because i agree with everything you just said obviously um uh as well stated uh the things that make your child brilliant for 15 16 are also the things that are gonna make them able to deceive you like you pat your kids on the back for being so smart and this and that and ahead of their time and we call it maturity but it's not really maturity but those are the same things um predators know your child is quote unquote to put they know your kid isn't fully developed mentally either and they use that against you they ally your child against you um and then also um a lot of these people project this stuff onto these parents and they also project it onto their own like this is the same mentality we have against sexual assaults where we go well uh, i'm not like those girls that wear those little skirts and go to these parties and i'm like okay so how does that explain that most women are sexually assaulted by someone they know whether it's a family or friend member or something like that uh, well i'm not like yeah because you want to feel superior to somebody and you think that makes you feel safe but you're not safe and you don't want to have to live in a world where you're not safe nobody wants to think i'm just lucky my kid just didn't get targeted by one of these predators at the right time or i happen to catch something early or i you know i you know because the other thing a lot of people do um y'all don't do nothing but delay it y'all y'all keep your daughters in the house and over overshadow them and all this shit and then what do we all make that joke you go to college and that's a church girl or that's the pastor's daughter you know how they get down like if they're you're just hoping to get lucky and you're hoping that these uh kids can not be targeted by these people and stuff and like i said we're 14 you can be complicit in it because some fucking adult men people who we've been taught are better and safe 
but also when we start getting sexual urges and shit these are the more mature sexually people so if they start telling me i'm mature i'm smart i look good i'm special my mind is right for the plucking you know and it's not you know that's why i don't understand how we're not just completely focused on the predators situation because we're not talking about parents that weren't in their kids lives that just left their kids alone all the time or something like that we're talking about or parents that were complicit in the abuse we're talking about parents that essentially got they couldn't out they couldn't beat the network of the predatory network of r kelly right and if we can't stay focused on that then i don't know when we're going to ever stay focused um all right we got some emails to get to um hello rod i'm this from steve 1.9 steven 1.9 uh says bgwt podcast comment hey man don't forget the t i know you're not supposed to put the as an abbreviation but we do uh i am new to the whole podcast world i turned to podcasting because today's music sucks oh here we go uh and i'm starting i'm tired of hearing all the same 90s songs back to back on my serious xm i'm a southern white guy who loves urban slash black comedy and when i searched that in my podcast search i came across yours heard the latest one and have listened ever since all right um that's interesting because some of these episodes ain't funny my right. favorite <laughs> they're not they're not always funny baby my favorite segment you two do is when you read crime articles and we have to guess if they are white or black that shit is, is stupid funny well yeah yeah guess the race is funny um it's not just white and black although that's mostly what everybody guesses i have been doing that with my friends for years i gave white jokes all the time even though i'm white also uh i have always been more relatable to the urban black community my friends gave me the nickname 1.9 because my dna 23 and me results came back and said that i am 1.9 african-american uh although i am mostly french spanish uh anyways guys keep up the good work thanks steven 1.9 well all right steven thank you steven 1.9 good luck buddy good good luck out there i hope you i hope you stay around that's <laughs> I, I hope you stay around buddy oh man all because right a lot of times people don't yeah we'll see we'll mm-hmm. see we'll see if you really got some black friends uh because if you write some hurt ass email up here it's gonna be like i said i try not to drag but it's gonna be curtains so let's just keep it friendly never know never know anyway steven thanks for listening not uh thanks for writing in too funny feedback Mm -hmm. this is from uh signed a ghetto ass parent hey rod and karen i've been listening for a few years and have enjoyed every second of y'all's podcast my teenage daughter overheard me listening during guest the race segment a few months ago and she could not stop laughing she has been able she has been asking to listen ever since i skipped over the sexy sponsor though she has (laughs) She has now claimed my the black out to sweatshirt for herself, so I had to buy another one. Shout out to T Public thirty percent sale. Come on. Come on through. Don't forget T Public, y'all. Funny story. Uh now that she's a mature teen, I finally let her watch Game of Thrones. Also, I needed a refresher before the new season starts. Of course, I cover her eyes during the sex scenes because I'm cool, but I'm not that cool. Anyway, I mentioned that y'all do Game of Thrones recaps. She wanted to hear it, but it's behind a paywall now. Sad face well because a good parent that i am i became a premium blackout test member to make her my baby happy oh now we watch an episode of game of thrones at night and listen to the recap in the morning the nicknames for the characters like the high sanders the freaky prince and the bitch from work crack me up every time <laughs> so thanks rod and karen for helping me get be a better parent keep being the best in these podcast streets signed a ghetto ass parent thank you thank you 
and last one this is from our girl i believe this is brooklyn shoe babe who says um feedback big macs gray pubes and toboggans <laughs> dear karen and that other guy really really just i'm the one that gotta read these y'all know. <laughs> guys see this is why i don't feel supported by the black women and I'm turning on you. I agree with Charlemagne, Kevin Hart, and LeBron, who I boo, don't know what he did. Boo. You hashtag canceled. Mm-mm. This my feelings is hurt. I'm completely fragile now. I was feeling you so much when you were talking about toboggans, literally snatching your edges. Before I went natural and before I cut my hair super short, I used to wear my satin sleep scarf underneath my winter hat. Mm-hmm. I did this in high school, and I remember the kids used to make fun of me and call me Aunt Jemima. I went, oh. mm-hmm, I went to an all black school, so nobody was being racist when they said that. They were, but they weren't. I feel you. Yeah. We can do it. But lo- look who got the last, last 30 years later. Me and my edges. Come <laughs> on, everybody else in Los stairs fucking around. Them tight ponytails. Uh, although I've heard of that hat you're describing called toboggans before I think it's a regional thing I live and grew up in Brooklyn those hats are either called skull caps winter cap or winter hats uh, uh, beanies is another word they use for it when, uh, I, now on fashion websites they regularly refer to them beanies although beanies in my mind are shorter and usually have a propeller on top lol uh speaking of gray pubes and gray body hair i love when you bring up this stuff karen because i think we come from a generation where people don't warn you about the challenges of growing old except for achy joints now that i'm a few years from 50 and my mom a few years from 70 shares a lot of her aging experiences with me that her mom my grandma never told her Mm -hmm. one there's an emotional toll to aging because we are in a society that values youth the economy and the culture do not cater to us Mm -mm. there's no representation and also according to my mom you lose patient interacting with people and just want to stay home of course there's the gray hairs popping up everywhere and they're eventually turning into hairless mole rat laugh my ass (laughs) off recently i found two great eyelashes what in the actual fuck Mm -hmm. speaking of things that make you say what the fuck trump serving fast food to those college athletes was absolutely bananas that's a treat when you're 12 a 12 year old boy is playing flag football but not when you're making you millions of dollars at college shaking my head in a weird way i was relieved sort of when i realized it was catered that way because of the furlough the memes and the comments on twitter have been beautiful finally fuck r kelly kevin hart sit down and shut up and you have another number one movie yeah he did have another number one movie that's Mm -hmm. crazy the more he talks the more i can't ignore this fuck up fucked up shit i legitimately like his comedy and stand up i don't want to cancel him but he's making it really hard listen if charlemagne is out here doing still living and uh i'll you know city girls back i, I don't don't can't just cancel you know nobody cancel at your own at your own at your own risk risk you know understand that these niggas will make you cancel somebody and be absolutely sharing their shit the next day mm-hmm. i've seen people that cancel me sharing breakfast club clips i say how that work i'm less problematic i'm more problematic than them niggas uh <laughs> thanks for keep keep that same energy thanks for letting me write so much take care of Brooklyn Shubay P.S. if you want to avoid ingrown hair under your arms Karen and you don't mind not being 100% smooth use an electric mustache trimmer save my life there's also electric bikini line trimmers they will get, give you a super close shave mm. thank you Brooklyn Shubay mm-hmm. we appreciate it that's all the feedback for today I believe thank it you so is. much 
everybody took the time out i'm actually a little bit late uh for an appointment so i got to get out of here but uh i appreciate y'all and uh look forward to me being on uh the insanity check on the movie trailer reviews feed uh in your podcast apps all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.